Hi, I'm Liam O'Rourke, and considering that we are two weeks away from WrestleMania, how depressingly quiet was that crowd on Raw? During the main event, I half expected the referee to go out there and start checking the fans' arms three times. I'm Carl Jones, and a lot of people have been asking me what I'm like away from the show. I'm like Donald Trump, only more intolerant, without the wit, without the charm, and with a worse hairpiece. I'm G. John Chase. Have any of you guys heard of a condition called hyperdontia? It's apparently where you grow more teeth in your face than you're actually supposed to. Somebody actually grew a whole row of teeth inside their skull where their brain is. Every time that guy nodded, he was munching on his brain. Got nothing to do with wrestling. I just wanted you to all share my nightmare. And I'm Kieran O'Rourke, uh, and like Carl, I'm a huge Donald Trump fan. Uh, let's all hope he gets elected and fucking deport Nate Diaz. This is the panel for the 77th Squared Circle Gazette Radio, and you can hear us try and rebook the WWE in 2006 next. And welcome to the 77th Squared Circle Gazette Radio. I am Liam O'Rourke alongside Kieran O'Rourke, Jump <laughs> Chase, Chomp Chomp, and Cole Jones. Get off my lawn. <laughs> and we are back this week for the uh, the latest of our fancy booking series, the fourth one of the series. We have done shows uh, of this ilk previously, which you can go back and listen to at squaredcirclegazette.com in the archives. Uh, we've previously done uh, WWE in 2002 for the brand extension, WWF in uh, 1995, rather piss poor year for the company, and uh, trying to save WCW in October 99. This is another fan request, as the others have been as well. Uh, Matt Appen on the Facebook page suggested we do 2006 this week, uh, particularly rank year for, for WWE. Very strange year. Year. A lot of uh, kind of harkening back to uh, things from the past, whether it's uh, brands, stables, or just concepts in general. Uh, we're going to go through it all today. We're going to go through the rosters. We're going to talk about what we would do from 2006 onwards, uh, as starting as of January 1st. But uh, before we get to the nuts and bolts of this week's episode, a couple of quick programming notes I want to give to everybody because next week it is, of course, WrestleMania week. We have a very big show coming up for next week, a WrestleMania special, if you will. So we're going to be previewing WrestleMania 32, talking about everything that's uh, lining up for that show. Uh, and we're also going to do a roster cutting next week of the, uh, the current roster. We did this previously, uh, episode two of. SCG Radio. We're going to go through the current roster, we're going to go through the NXT roster, who's going to go up, who's going to go down, who's going to get cut, what are we going to do with everybody? It seems like a very topical uh, current events themed show next week, seems appropriate. Of course we're going to be doing predictions and we also want your comments uh, which we're going to ask for on the Facebook page on uh, what you think of this year's WrestleMania, how it's shaping up, what you're looking forward to and uh, things of that nature. And also next week, I want to mention this now, we're going to do our first giveaway here at SCG Radio. Uh, the fine folks at WrestleCrate UK have uh, allowed us a, uh, one of their packages they're mystery boxes full of uh, wrestling related swag the prize itself we are not going to announce until the show next week because we're actually going to open the uh, the Wrestle Crate live on the air and tell you what you've won. So it's a, a mystery box that you're vying for here. The contest itself, we want everybody to go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash scgradio, and we want you to give your best guess for Old Man Jones's legitimate birth date. What, what, how old do you think he really is? That's- Day, month, and year, right? Yes, yeah. of course. So, for, for example, it would be, you know, um, June 4th, 1977, or something yeah. of that ilk. So that's what we're looking for, folks. And the person who's closest will announce next week after we announce your, uh, your prize. Maybe, maybe, do you know what time he was born? My mother actually has the little um, strap that went on my wrist when I was first born that's got the, the name and the, and the date and everything, and the time is on there. Really? Okay. Was it written with, like, an ink quill? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was with the blood of the massacred Christians in the Colosseum. 
Just to move now to this week's episode, however, it is, of course, rebooking WWE in 2006. Uh, just to uh, do some little bit of housekeeping first and foremost, we appreciate that not, maybe not everyone will uh, remember everything about 2006 off the top of their heads. Mm-hmm. So again, to go to the championship roll call, we're of course doing this as of January 1st, 2006. We are inheriting everything that was the case at that time. So the champions on Raw, the WWE champion is John Cena, the Intercontinental champion is Ric Flair, the World Tag Team champions were Kane and the Big Show, and the women's champion was Trish Stratus, and uh, over on SmackDown, Batista was world champion, or he would get injured within the first week of January, and uh, the belt was vacated after that. The United States title was vacant as well, because they were in the middle of a best of seven series with Booker T and Chris Benoit, which was to determine the new United States champion. Uh, the WWE tag team champions were Eminem, and the Cruiserweight champion was Kid Cash. So uh, that was what was lined up for the championships on uh, January 1st, 2006. But uh, it's time to talk the cuts, because this roster is absolutely fucking horrific and when I sent the roster out there were, there were many people who just couldn't believe some of the names that are on this list Those shit skids yeah exactly and uh I can't believe some of the names that have survived well we'll get to them Carl don't you worry as always it was a majority vote we asked uh, everybody around this table for who the people are that you want to cut and the people who got a majority vote three votes out are Viscera Snitsky, Matt Stryker, Johnny Parisi, which is Johnny Swinger, uh, who only ever appeared on Heat, The Boogeyman, Road Warrior Animal, Tatanka, Vito, who, uh, no, no toughest man wearing a dress, Heidenreich, The Dicks, Sky Too Hotty, The Gemini, uh, Hardcore Holly Diggers, yeah! uh, Val Venus, Orlando Jordan, Simon Dean, Funaki, and Gillian Hall, with the, uh, the people who were uh, given their pink slips, best of luck in your future endeavours, and in some cases, I'm not even going to give you that. But however, the people who got two votes uh, and gridlock and are therefore still in the company whether we want them or not is Danny Basham, not Doug. Danny got two votes. <laughs> Rosie. Hang on. Uh, who voted for Rosie? I'm certain I voted for Rosie. I voted for Rosie. I voted for Rosie. All right, Rosie's gone. Sorry. Sorry. No no one's sticking up for Rosie. He's gone. Ashley Mizarro stuck around somehow. Davari, which depressed me, and and even more depressing, Sylvan (laughs) managed to stay in this. Uh, Crystal Marshall stayed. Two votes and she's still in. Eugene is the final person who got two votes and is not leaving the company. But uh, I meant to vote for Eugene. Okay, but you didn't. I yeah. meant to so I have uh, I, I cut him so I guess I can't go back I, I think he's got too much stank on him stank stank, stank. <laughs> oh, God. he's gone then I hope that's the only time that stank word will be used <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will now move to the incoming uh, just to let you know if, uh, if we're going to use the guys that they ended up bringing in in this year so the people who came in this year the spirit squad in the month of January came in this of course being five OVW call-ups uh, Kenny Johnny Nicky Mitch and uh, who's the other one that I'm missing out Mikey! Spirit Squad. Are we bringing the Spirit Squad in as the Spirit Squad? What do you want to do with these guys? Yeah, I, I want to bring them in, but certainly not as, uh, you know, cheerleaders dressed in green. Um, but I, I, quite, I don't know. I'm quite fond of actually bringing them in together as a group, hmm. as a large group, uh, like a faction. Um, well, they're or, a boy or band or they're cheerleaders, so what image do you want? <laughs> I vote cheerleaders. Five count. <laughs> <laughs> so the cheerleaders, no, but the guys no. individually, perhaps. So, so I did appreciate how, how they gave it gusto. They gave it, their co- they gave it the old college try appropriately enough. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so, Okay, so, so we'll come back to the spirit squad. Jim Duggan came in Fired. in January. Absolutely not Go for on. me. Fired. Kieran? Fired. Mick Foley uh, came back on the scene in February obviously for the feud with Edge I want to use Mick Foley this year I think there's use for him here yep general, general approval around the yeah, table right. I'm not going to get rid of him <laughs> uh, Umaga and Armando Alejandro Estrada came in in uh, March day after Wrestlemania obs yes so this yeah. is a yes for me yep however a bit more questionable perhaps the great Carl Lee obs obs is it no hell no okay uh, I'm going to say no as well I would concur 
uh, I'd kick him out by shoving him up Jim Duggan's ass so they could both <laughs> fall out together. The Miz, Mike Mizanin came in in April as the host of SmackDown. Not as a wrestler, but the SmackDown host. And he was fucking awful in the role. <laughs> it's fucking it? abysmal. And it's funny, considering what he turned out to be, WrestleMania main eventer, if we were doing this show in 2006, I would have said, cut easily. Yeah, just leave him down there. Leave him, leave him down where he is for now, because yeah. I, I think in hindsight, I think we look like yeah. bell ends if we cut him. Uh, Charlie Haas came back in April as well. Thoughts on Chuck Haas? Um, sorry, do, do we still got Shelton? We still got Shelton. Hmm. I'm not putting them together. Yeah, no, Shelton's so not, far above Charlie I'm not, put, I'm not putting them together, but I'd, uh, I'd still bring Charlie Haas. Yeah, I guess so. We need jobbers. Uh, speaking of, Gunnar Scott also came in in SmackDown uh, in April. <laughs> Formerly Brent Albright of OVW and later IOH fame. <laughs> I'm not sensing a ton of enthusiasm for you here, what? Kieran. Nah. I must admit, I'm kind of indifferent to this one. He is a very meh individual. He's, he's never really done it for me, so I don't think we're missing anything by not having him here. Um, Especially with a name like Gunnar Scott. Yeah. Uh, absolutely atrocious. But from like an in-ring work rate, I think like he, he's a solid enough guy to have around. Kind of fits in that Charlie Haas mold for me, though. Yeah, I think we have one yeah. or the other, you know. Chuck Palumbo came back in May as well. A very brief biker oh, fling. Yeah. Oh, God. That's... Get ready for the ride of your life. Right. <laughs> do, 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 do we still have Billy? Gun. Uh, no, he's gone. No, well then, fuck it then. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I again don't see much in Chuck Palumbo. Happy for him to go. Me too. Bye bye, Chucky B. Imposter Kane. There's another show. No. God no. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I want the listeners to be fully aware that I voted for Kane to be cut, and I was the only one at this <laughs> table who voted for Kane to be cut, in the same way that I was the only person to vote for Chris Masters. I'm just so unhappy that some people survived. But Imposter Kane will not, is, is the gist that you're getting at here. Imposter Kane will not and no. neither should the other one I put him in a big group in June ECW meaning obviously Sabu Sandman Dreamer Punk Balls Mahoney Axelrod and just incredible Christopher W. Anderson uh, Danny Doring Francine Kevin Furtick Ariel Big Guido Kelly Kelly Mike Knox Tess Terry Funk Tony Mameluke and Trinity all came in yeah we'll talk about ECW as a concept shortly yeah. but uh, yeah, I'll say Funk Kelly Kelly and Punk yeah, uh, I, I go for Sabu as well. I've I, I got an idea for Sabu. I, I agree to keep Sabu as well. Yeah. So, so we keep him. What four? about Sandman? Because just because it's funny. No, 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 no I don't think so. Funny. Oh. So the Highlanders in uh, June. R- Rory and Robbie McAllister. Yeah, this. Shame on you for reminding us. I'm sorry, but this tag team set the business back two decades, <laughs> so I had to mention them. They can take the high road and get to Scotland before me. Oh, well, there you go. Hulk Hogan comes in in July for a <laughs> blistering feud with Randy Orton. Um, do we use him here? No. No, you're saying no? No. Okay, I'll keep Hogan as an ambassador for the company, but in terms uh, of wrestling, yeah. fuck no. They, I certainly don't yeah. put him in any matches with Randy Orton or the yeah. like. But no, I, I keep, yeah, keep him around. around. Keep him around. Okay. Layla L, obviously the diva search happened, which I'm guessing we probably wouldn't do. I'd, I'd actually keep Layla, just because of what she became. I thought she actually became someone decent, I think. More Layla. so than some of the others. Alright, that's two votes to keep her in then, so I guess she's in. Jimmy Wang Yang came in in August. The, 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 uh, the Asian redneck is in. Uh, obviously, Jimmy Yang, I, I, I like him a lot. So. Isn't that Trump's core support? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going for uh, Jimmy Wang Yang has to, has to yeah, stay. Yeah, obviously. Not sure about yeah. the gimmick. But yeah, the gimmick has to go. Maybe a tag team with Jamie Noble, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. D.H. Smith comes in in September. Very fleeting appearance. Doesn't really do much during this year. Comes back in the, in the Heart Dynasty years later and, and is, is something more then. But uh, kind of got lost in the shuffle here in 2006. Yeah, probably... Nonplussed. Hold off on this one I'd for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. The Prince of Punk, Shannon Moore, in September. He can go. Yeah, I got no use for Shannon his, Moore. His only contribution was getting bitch slapped by Punk. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't really care. All right, Elijah Burke and Sylvester Turkai in September. I'd bring up Pope. Yeah. The, the Pope. I, I, I like Pope. I like Elijah Burke. Turkai, I'm not so sure about. But they really didn't do much with him, no. and not, not a lot of charisma there with Turkai. No, cut Turkai. Cut Turkai. Uh, yeah. 
Um, Jeff Hardy in September. It's obvious. Oh yes, got his room for a bit of Jeff. Gotta yes. be, gotta be. I bring yes. Jeff back now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Montel Vontavious Porter. No. Yes. I yeah. will say. Yeah, keep them. No. We split it two, which means he's going to be on the roster, but I'm not bringing him up. He's going to need a new gimmick. He's going to need a new gimmick. I agree completely. Uh, Casey James, Idol Stevens, and Michelle McCool came in in uh, September as well to be with Lynn and Kendrick. Uh, what are we doing with uh, obviously Idol Stevens? For those of you who don't know, is Damian Sandow, uh, Michelle McCool, and uh, Casey James all came in as a team. General people's general feelings Lasted, on this. What all of three weeks? Mm. Three four weeks. I, then Casey I, James I, got fired shortly. I, yeah, after. I think we do exactly what happened in real life. Uh, Casey gets the boot. Idol Stevens goes back down to uh, OVW. Well, next we're not going to bring him up. Keep him down there. I suppose. Yeah, keep him down there. Keep, keep them all down there until they stand out. Uh, crime time in October. I wasn't sure about crime time. <sighs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say yes. I'll yeah, say yes because I think them. you can do something I with them. Yeah, charismatic. Charismatic team as yeah. baby faces. You yeah. probably do something as heels um, as well. So with that said, with those uh, cuts and inclusions, the actual remaining roster as of January 1st on Raw and SmackDown after we pretty much eviscerated uh, the undercard. We have here on Raw John Cena, Edge, Triple H, Ric Flair, Big Show, Kane, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam, Shawn Michaels, Chris Masters, Carlito, Shelton Benjamin, Lance Cade, Trevor Murdoch, Jonathan Coachman, Chavo Guerrero, Goldust, Gregory Helms, Rob Conway, Danny Basham, Tyson Tomko, Antonio and Romeo the Heartthrobs, Lita, Mickey James, Trish Stratus, uh, Victoria, Tori Wilson, Candice Michelle, Ashley Mazzaro, Maria, Davari, and Stephen Richards. And no one else cut Victoria. No, you're the only one who cut her. Huh. And then, why, why would you cut her? I cut but Tori Wilson and Candice Michelle. <laughs> why would you cut her but keep Ashley? We have very different philosophies when it comes to our divas, Chase. Over on SmackDown, we got The Undertaker. We have Batista, who again was injured in the first week. And uh, was actually injured going into the year as well, but uh, yeah, made it worse. Um, Rey Mysterio, Chris Benoit, Randy Orton, Booker T, Charmel, Bobby Lashley, Johnny Nitro, Jerry Mercury and Melina as Eminem. Uh, JBL, Matt Hardy, Mark Henry, Finley, Psychosis, Juventud Guerrera, uh, who actually ended up being fired in the first week as well. Uh, Super Crazy, Sylvan, Kid Cash, Paul London, Brian Kendrick, Nunzio, Jamie Noble, Paul Birchall, who was yet to be a pirate, but was about to be, uh, William Regal, Doug Basham, who was in a very short-lived stint as the Bashman on Velocity, uh, Crystal Marshall, and uh, Mr. Kennedy, who was surprisingly injured at this time, until June. Juvie isn't getting fired. Uh, did Kennedy survive? Kennedy survived. You're the only vote for Kennedy, oh. I think. So those are the rosters as we have them at the start of the year. Uh, in terms of roster movement, as we've just gone through the whole roster there, are there any moves that stand out to anybody immediately that you would like to make? Um, why are the Basham separate? Yeah, they, they, yeah. they did that. They did that. Although, yeah. again, I, I agree with you here. Well, we undo it then. We undo it. We put them together. Put they've they got no use as, as individuals, really. Um, you I'll say put, Danny to SmackDown for yeah, the sake Yeah, yeah, I'll say Danny for SmackDown. Yeah. Well, well, I think in terms of like any kind of uh, movers and shakers, really, I think the, probably the, the main thing would be with Batista gone... Or injured after the first week yeah. of January and him basically vacating the title like one or two weeks later, whatever. Obviously, in the actual timeline of what happened, they ended up moving Kurt Angle over. They did. Um, do we maintain that or do we have uh, another option uh, that we could move over? Wouldn't want Kurt over there, to be quite honest. I can see why they did, but uh, I wouldn't. I favour Triple H. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, yeah, I was feeling Triple H. I was also maybe uh, feeling a hedge bet with Edge, maybe. No. I think Edge has to be the top heel on Raw. Yeah. I'm keeping that the same that's, as they did. That's why I'd move Triple H. Yeah, yeah tri Triple H shooting up too much of the scenery as a heel. I think with Triple H, you've got the, the and we'll come to this obviously, we've got the two mm. options, which is he, he's played out as a heel on Raw, mm. so he has to be a babyface on Raw, or he has to be a heel on SmackDown. I was actually thinking of Shawn Michaels as well, as a possible SmackDown guy, because he's kind of My done Michael, a lot on Raw. Michaels would be fresh. Michaels would be fresh again. Michaels he, would he, be he, fresh. Does, he does have his church meetings on uh, Wednesday mornings, <laughs> so I'm not sure if he actually would want to, but uh, again. 
just to clarify that is Shawn Michaels moving things I know you mentioned it but I, I think if definitely, tri- I got definitely silence around the table to be honest if Triple H is on Smackdown I want Shawn Michaels on the other show well that's why yeah that's so, what I do because so, I just cut those two together or is he X um so, so we're moving Triple H yes okay. Triple H is going to Smackdown so that's a, the first big move of the show here Okay. of course as always we sent out to you the loyal listeners for your thoughts on what should be done in the year 2006 and uh, DX came up quite a bit so we'll start with Steve J Rogers on Pro Wrestling Only who says Vince I know you're on crazy pills but no you're not fighting God you're not ruining several OBW call-ups and feeding Paul and Sean's nostalgic fuel return of DX indulgence that way uh, the Generation MC on the wrestling forum says the DX reunion starting back in 2005 I would have had Shawn Michaels remain here after the Hogan feud. Upon return during the fall of 2005, Triple H would not turn on Flair but rather help his mentor feud with Carlito and Chris Masters for a few months, seemingly going deeper and deeper into his old ways. Uh, HBK disrespects younger talents like Cena and Shelton before aligning himself with Vince McMahon stemming from the two being in front of the Montreal Screwjob. Uh, Triple H comes back down to interrupt and tells his two former conspirators to let it go and move on, resulting in a feud with both HBK and the McMahons. HBK and uh, Triple H go at it one more time at WrestleMania 22 with Vince in HBK's corner. Despite the advantage, Sean loses and blames Vince leading to McMahon's turning on him and making his life a living hell until Triple H steps in to reunite DX during the summer like happened in real life. DX then feeds with the McMahons and their cronies during the summer before going on to win the world tag team titles from Caden Murdoch and uh, their reign does not last too long as rated RKO end up winning them at the start of 2007 uh, so he does pitch DX. Obviously we're thinking that's not going to happen in our world however. Is that what I'm sensing here? I am absolutely opposed to the idea of DX and I'm opposed to the idea of uh, a McMahon feud. Yeah, absolutely to DX, and I'm opposed to any kind of um, harking back to the screw job. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 almost ten years, folks. Move on. I I appreciate the different dynamic of the the heel Sean babyface Triple H, but I don't want to see them feud either. It, it's it's played out. I said this before about the different phases of Sean's career. I don't think he's got that fire in him to be the mm. the heel of the same gusto that you had before yeah, yeah. He, he did against Hogan briefly because there, there was a lot of harking back on the Bret Hart stuff and, and, and he legitimately didn't get along with Hogan anyway we were saying no to the Generation X in our 2006 okay. Smackdown's looking slightly bare on the the kind of the United States title every front fan, to be quite honest uh, well on every front but United States in particular because I mean we've got Booker T and Chris Benoit vying for that belt and I don't know about you I think at least Chris Benoit sh- sh- is like a level higher than that so I'm wondering maybe like t- someone of uh, a mid-card stature of like a Carlito or Shelton get moved over to SmackDown. I want Shelton on Raw. I want Shelton on Raw too, as a matter of fact. I think with Triple H gone, there's room for Shelton to get a, a push as a heel, which I'm liking. Actually, what about I, Rob Van Dam? I, okay, I'm with you totally on this. Obviously, we mentioned before with the incoming, the idea of ECW. Uh, Pat Dooley on the Facebook page for, for a separate one did suggest we actually try and do ECW within WWE's confines, but I'm sensing around the table that we are not going to be relaunching ECW in 2006. No third brand. I echo that sentiment. Or sediment, as Vince Russo would say. <laughs> I third is that motion. All right. um, yeah, absolutely no third brand. The, the only thing I kind of briefly considered was maybe having like a, like a, a small group of them as... That's just a group just doing well, their own thing. This They're is all upon themselves I, within the company. I kind of agree. ECW have it on the subject. Big Vic on TPWW said, I would have let Heyman run his show without interfering. Uh, Hollywood Hassley on TPW also said they probably would have let Heyman do it had they followed Shane's original plan of it just being a web show. But once they were offered the TV money, it had to fall in line. Probably would have helped if RVD and Sabi weren't booked to drive with weed. Uh, DTTS on TPWW says that he never would have brought back ECW except for the pay-per-views. Uh, Sue Kane on F4W says, I would have done ECW 
AEW, but kept that a separate brand as well, using it as a feeder to bring in young guys. I would have picked a young guy to make the champion, and slowly grown a thing where the Raw and SmackDown GMs both wanted to sign him, concluding with him agreeing to sign with whoever gave him a world title shot which would have headlined a pay-per-view, so basically using it as a vehicle to create one star. Pink on the UK fan forum says, ECW, I would have relaunched it as its own brand, but filmed it in comparatively small arenas to retain the novelty of the one-night stand events. If having a third touring roster was too much bother, I'd have spoken with the Hammerstein ballroom about a long-term weekly booking, like NXT, at a for sale or TNA in the impact zone. I keep the relaunch angle with Heyman counting the pin for RVD against Cena, which was perfect, but obviously tell Van Damme and Sabu to stick their weed in the back of their PlayStations like all the other lads thereafter. I'd have Punk come in as the insurgent Jeremy Corbyn-style babyface and give him the TV title for ages, inviting comparisons to Van Damme's original ECW run. This would culminate in a double babyface title versus title match between the two, where Punk would turn heel, possibly by aligning with Paul Heyman. So, uh, nice suggestion there for Punk and RVD, and actually if I was going to do ECW, I would have actually brought in Punk on the first night as a heel to feud with Van Damme straight mm-hmm. away, because mm-hmm. I think that there's no need to uh, fuck about. But uh, we're not thinking ECW here, although, gee, you mentioned there, well, the idea of ECW as its own kind yeah. of group. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, just before we throw back to you, yeah. to me, Van Damme, even though at this point, obviously, one, he's been away for a year, one night stand, he made the appearance, but he's been a babyface for so long that I think that he kind of needs a bit of freshening up, and I don't hate the idea of Rob Van Damme being the top heel on SmackDown with ECW there's momentum with ECW anyway so what do you guys think about Van Damme as the bitter anti-WWE guy after coming back from One Night Stand and kind of getting a bit more bitter and uh, and maybe Paul Heyman gets involved here I, th- I think for that to work Triple H has to be babyface on Smackdown mm, that's true I didn't actually wait. I didn't consider Triple H when I thought of that with, with that sort of sphere of, in- of influence if, if you're to go Van Damme as a heel I think you, you have to have Heyman as a mouthpiece as, as the manager because he to me Van Damme can't pull it off otherwise no I thought like of having a small contingent of them I mean obviously we, we cut the majority of the, the ECW guys that did come in and I agree with the majority of those but I'm thinking like certain key people as you said like the RBDs and the Sabus if there's like just a small group of them I'd say yeah just, just I said be mouthpiece of Paul Heyman which would just be perfect for him so Paul can still get to do his uh, passion filled speeches about uh, the ECW of old without it actually being the ECW of old it's just more like the it's if anything it's all uh, rather than it being a rehash of the entire company it's probably more like a slight rehash of uh, 97 when uh, when ECW kind of like invaded briefly and so on so some, something more along those lines where they're just a law upon themselves yeah certainly gives Smackdown a bit of, kind well, of well, edge this, as well well this is the thing because to me Raw is going to take care of itself because it just it just will you're going to have Edge as the top heel I'm guessing John Cena as the top babyface we'll come to that shortly Smackdown is the show that really desperately needs saving because I went back to watch some of these Smackdowns in preparation for this and I thought that the show was bad but fuck me it was far worse than I remembered I've, I've, got, I've seen enough veto Simon Dean to last me a lifetime so I'm assuming like obviously if we're going to like veto the Rey Mysterio title win then obviously we need we need, we need something we need something around that title picture that I'm not necessarily pops. vetoing Mysterio as champion I'll do it right <laughs> yeah hmm? oh okay um, so, so Van, Van Damme's moving to Smackdown yeah well we it depends I, I think we kind of need a bit of a consensus on what the top heel act on Smackdown is going to be yeah. because well, I, I, I'm sort of accepting that tri- Triple H will be the, the main heel because Undertaker to me is going to be the top baby face at least in the short term you've got to transition somehow mm. And but Orton we've got a year to well. Orton there too. We've, we've, got, we've got a year. We've got a year to to get through it. So we can we can move things around. You know, we can build momentum for us when once everyone's in place and sort of settled, if you like. I'd be more comfortable initially because rated RKO is not happening. No, no, no. I'd be much happier with a 
Van Damme Sabu heel tag team with Heyman as a mouthpiece. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Although as a top act, but not the top act, because my my logic would be I don't want two sets of world tag team champions. Frankly, no. I think you've got Kane and Big Sean on the other side as a, as a tag <laughs> champs, and a tag a tag division that in general is generally if you stuck the two rosters together as a whole, it would it would be fairly light start, from a starting point at, at the start of this year. Van Damme's going to need some building anyway because he's, yeah. he's, he's coming back from injury so yeah I'll go with that I just don't know if that would necessarily get over as a heel act as I say how long they say heels if, 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 if Rob Van Damme and Sabu are coming out and they're doing their stick and they're just beating the shit out of everyone putting people through tables hitting people with Van Damme and Ayers and then Heyman's getting on the mic and he's just saying like yeah all you guys are pussies these guys are the best well, I depends. don't know how that's going to necessarily get over heel with the crowd it depends who. I think it depends greatly on who they're against and I think this is the thing with Van Damme if, if, again and we're skipping all over the place here but I think it's worth throwing it out there I wouldn't do Edge and Foley at Wrestlemania I think that that's, that's I, oh, I just, yeah. I just no. wouldn't do it no. so I think if, if Foley's free I'd use Foley as the pro WWF guy that Van Damme ends up if you do it against this small group um, how about adding Punkin as a third man as a new as the new, as the new face. I like. I, I want to bring Punkin as a heel, so that kind of works for me too. Yeah, Heyman's personal. This is the new. Yeah, and like at least you got two guys who can cut sweet heel promos, and um, and if nothing else, if you want to turn Van Dam or and or Sabu face, then your Punk turns on him. Yeah, gets his heat on him. So yeah. All right, Punkin as a heel on SmackDown if with you, the uh, Van Dam Sabu Heyman alliance. Yeah. So if you're doing that, uh, do we switch Eminem to Raw? Well. I kind of like what Carl was hinting at there in terms of merging the tag team titles. That's so if we merge yeah. the tag team titles, why don't yeah. we have them as the floaters? There's, there's enough people on both sides that I think kind of roving tag team champions isn't a bad yeah, idea. That's, that's yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. And I would have Eminem as the guys who would be in that role. Yeah. yeah. Great, they're, they're, I, I would have act. them versus Big great Show act. and Kane at Mania is, is a great way to highlight Eminem as the, uh, the stars of the division. So yeah, that, that, yeah, that's the first main match we're booking is Eminem versus Kane and Big Show, as far as I can see. Alrighty, so after some technical difficulties there, folks, where we actually talked for half an hour, and as it turned out, I didn't record any of it. Fuck's sake! We're gonna go back through. Oh, it's what... hilarious as well. <laughs> the best stuff we've ever recorded. <laughs> we're gonna go through now uh, some of the stuff that we talked about, but uh, for, for the sake of authenticity, we felt that we should let you know that uh, some of this has been discussed already. Uh, so basically, what happened here is we were talking about Batista uh, just after, after a second ago. Obviously, Batista is injured. We were talking about. Batista is, is where the first changes need to kind of come in. Uh, the world title gets vacated at the start of the year with Batista's injuries, which are already piling up at the end of 2005, so we can assume that this would happen anyway. So with that said, we've talked about moving Triple H over. Triple H as the world champion is what we're thinking. First of all, is the top heel, at least in the short term. And also, we're batting the idea around, and again, credit to the FDH Lounge, is uh, Rick Morris and Kyle Ross, who mentioned this on their uh, Royal Rumble anthology that they're doing currently. But uh, the idea of the world heavyweight title actually being in the Royal Rumble match itself with Raw and SmackDown guys competing for the belt. Um, yeah, and I think we came up with um, Ray in early, last man out, getting screwed by Triple H, who doesn't come in early. Nope. And that was our second Mania match. That was our second WrestleMania match. So we're thinking Triple H as world champion, very, a very good opponent for Ray is the embodiment of what WWE looks for in their champion, don't you yeah. think? Against Ray, the guy that is absolutely everything Triple H isn't in terms of the, the different style, the shortness, the, the mask. And again, the other thing that was key to mention, what they did in real life with their Eddie Guerrero and the, uh, the OTT exploitation of Eddie Guerrero will not yeah, be coming into play we're certainly not going to do that here um, and the only point that I would feel comfortable with any reference to Eddie during the entire programme would be just in passing at, at afterwards 
Yeah, was, was that sort of initial promo after he won the belt, perhaps a hat tip to Eddie, and 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 that'd be it for me. Yeah. No, no more than that, and we certainly don't harp on about it in the weeks going forward afterwards. No. Yeah, I, I certainly think this is a, a better option for for Rey Mysterio, and and funnily enough, I guess Triple H really than what eventually happened because um, I I always thought when watching the Rumble that that Triple H and Rey Mysterio had a better kind of chemistry when they started the the Rumble in reality as opposed to later on when it was Randy Orton. Randy and Ray for me personally I just never thought really clicked. I think too that Randy Orton suffered from being buried for pretty much all of 2005 in the feud with The, the Undertaker. Didn't do too well. They didn't do much for him. Lost in the end. So I think that he kind of needed to be rehabbed. I'll be looking more for uh, the second half of the year for Randy Orton as opposed to right now trying to rehab him straight away because it, it, it felt inauthentic at the time. It felt like a lesser match. Uh, that's the case there so we are going with Triple H versus Rey Mysterio at Wrestlemania with Rey winning in the end becoming the world champion on Smackdown beating Triple H for it and uh, there's a natural rematch there as well afterwards that's quite nice are you going to be the one to give Hunter that news I will indeed (laughs) over on Raw at the top we were talking about obviously John Cena and Edge which has to be discussed because the big story at at the start of 2006 was Edge winning the world title cashing in money in the bank at New Year's Revolution and then losing it in three weeks to John Cena in spectacular fashion we're thinking no we're thinking Edge wins obviously New Year's Revolution do the same thing ratings peaked so why would you do anything yeah. different keep it keep it with with uh, with Edge and we're going to go straight through Wrestlemania with Edge versus John Cena for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and beyond because Edge wins Edge Edge yeah. wins we, we were talking about this before we think that Edge and Cena has to go pretty much the course of the year yeah. it, it, it was the feud this year anyway and I think it would actually do much better with more focus yeah. funnily enough Edge was the hottest thing in, in WWE in 2006 there's nothing even close as far as I was concerned so. yeah and you certainly don't want to do anything um, in those early stages to call his jets and a job to Cena even though it is Cena could, could possibly do that and it's just sort of traditional pro wrestling booking isn't it you know you want the baby face chasing yeah yeah i th- i think that's uh, i think uh, again um a better option for this for the scene of problem that that we're going to obviously blatantly have this year we'll that, talk that, more about this shortly yeah uh, you know just, just i think yeah it's a better option for Cena where he doesn't have the belt so hopefully it might curb a bit of that negativity that's headed his way the one thing we have got here though is obviously we know what we're doing with mysterio and triple h We've talked about the need to re-establish Orton before really putting an intense focus on him in the second half of the year. That leaves Kurt Angle. It does indeed. Now, obviously, he had the, the triple threat, which now isn't going to happen, and we need a feud for him uh, at Mania. Now, my initial theory, which we, we talked about initially, was um, him and Sean as a rematch from the following year. But um, I think we've got another suggestion uh, for an alternative to that, which I which I do quite like. My, my thinking, whilst obviously that would be great, who none of us are going to complain about that. I think there's a better use for Sean and Kurt, who I both think are in a similar position here on the card, where I think they'll be both better off facing uh, other people, or essentially at least one of them facing someone that could do with uh, being elevated. Absolutely. So we're thinking, and first of all, we're on the subject of Kurt, we'll, we'll go with that one first. The only in-promotional match as we are considering it is Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker, because Undertaker's going to need something uh, for WrestleMania. Mark Henry didn't get it, didn't get the job done as far as I was concerned. Taker had a really kind of dodgy 2006 anyway, because they clearly, I mean, he'd, he'd pretty much wrestled every, but every heel there was on SmackDown. They had to bring in new guys to, to feed him. Henry didn't work. Collie 
the less said the better he's fired anyway he's fired anyway we're not bringing him in and uh, and Kennedy was what they, they had for Tico at the end of the year which was, was the best of the year ironically enough but the, the one shining beacon for the Undertaker during that first half of 2006 was the match with Kurt Angle at No Way Out and since that match was so good and mm. I, I don't think that Kurt or Taker in the short term could be doing anything immediately better I think that interpromotional match with Kurt going for the streak after beating Michaels the previous year is, uh, is, is the way to go yeah so you hold off the match in February was it? it, it was yeah. February so just hold it back Hold that back, and then you got the you know Kurt won the gold medal as an undersized heavyweight, and now he yeah. wants the ultimate prize in WrestleMania history, whatever taking the streak. Yeah, and, and you just know with those two, uh, particularly with their mindset, you know those two, th- 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 those two are always going to go out and give it everything they got, but you know they're going to put a bit of stank on it, um, <laughs> a little bit more on there, just because. They're, they're most likely not going to be the main event. I, I'm no, talking about the proper main event. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be one of the title matches. They, they they might have a bit of a you know chat to ass on that, and you know they're going to like want to prove a point. Also, we mentioned Shawn Michaels there, and the guy that we are consensus around the table mm. in agreement that should face Shawn Michaels at this WrestleMania is a guy who is pretty much on the uh, kind of at the, the breaking point. I think this year was quite a big one for this individual. We're talking about Shelton Benjamin here, the guy who ended up. Uh, doing pretty much nothing for this year and nothing coming out of it they kind of reformed the world's greatest tag team after this nothing happened I I think this is you you need to go it's now or never with Benjamin at this point and uh, and we're going with now we're going for a uh, not just a a big match with Shawn Michaels here but a complete overhaul of Shelton Benjamin the reason MVP can't uh, have his gimmick is because it's going to Shelton Benjamin yes it is and we're going to do it right (laughs) much better yeah the Cuba Gooding Jr. uh, gimmick (laughs) from uh, Jay Maguire the full full super athlete super super athlete Jim Ross Ross had already teased it on television calling the TO of WWE give him and we were talking before the guy to put him with as the mouthpiece is Jonathan Coachman in the, he's re- in the agent role in the agent yeah. role yeah. He's, he's ready made get him off commentary because he's fucking awful but I think yeah, Shelton needs a mouthpiece Coach had built in heat anyway you can't yeah. you can't like Jonathan Coachman no, he's he's in, in that role he's insufferable in the right way as opposed <laughs> to the way in which he's insufferable on commentary yeah. so that, that um, gives him a, a, a more suitable role as well and we can just take three of the women that are still on the roster but probably shouldn't be in truth in <laughs> Tori, Candice and Maria and just make them as groupies see this is why I kept him around you see yeah. yeah, it wasn't for my self-indulgent reasons it was for Shelton Benjamin and he have can, groupies he can go through them oh. like a knife through but one after a time and I'd also I, I think he needs the entourage I think yeah. Shelton Benjamin needs an entourage yeah. but a good convincing entourage like yeah. any superstar athlete has coach on the uh, you know hustling wheeling and dealing trying to make things happen yeah. and Shelton is the star in, in, you know, in the suits in the athletic track suits whatever, you know, whatever it needs to be Shelton is the MVP of the WWE is it worth having repackaging crime time and having them as luckies Hmm. Well, Crowther haven't come in yet, so we can bring him in however we want. Could they? Could bring him in as his boys? Yeah. The thing that also kind of works quite well, if I remember, because I think like uh, by this point, Coachman's had at least some sort of rapport with Bischoff. Yeah. So I think that Bischoff's like, gone. Oh, Bischoff gone. Bischoff's long gone. There's no GM oh, on rule right now. Oh, what? There's no jet. They, they, they hire him then. <laughs> they put him in the trash can and fired him. Unfortunately, oh, at this point, so that's he's gutting. gone. That's gutting. SmackDown's got Teddy Long. He lasted forever. Oh, so that's uh, gutting. So I said that would have been a great interplay, like you know, like you know, with Coachman and, and the interplay with Bischoff. You know, so Sheldon's got the in with the boss but, on Raw. But the GM Fuck. role was outdated even then mm. to it's, me. And you can have Coachman exploit the fact that there's no GM anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I think similarly you could do the same with Teddy Long on SmackDown. I think that the idea. Oh of, yes. 
with, with the, well, I mean, I kind of want to fire Teddy Long to be quite honest, but if we could find a better GM, I would have them come in and exploit the situation of no GM on Raw by having them, again, kind of make decisions where there's no one to kind of overturn them. That the whole idea of the Royal Rumble, like we said, with Raw and SmackDown guys in it for the world title, which will end up if a Raw guy wins, bringing them over, which is the way we'll get Triple H on SmackDown. So, so, so far we got Triple H versus Rey Mysterio with Rey winning the world title. We've got Edge and John Cena at WrestleMania with Edge retaining the title and going into the rest of the year yeah. as champion. Uh, Angle versus Undertaker, where I'm presuming the Undertaker will go over there, keep yeah, the streak intact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Shelton Benjamin we got lined up, and we're thinking perhaps this might be the time to kind of pull the trigger on Shelton yeah. ain't no stopping him now <laughs> give, give Shelty B the win Shelty B is getting the win uh, we talked about this before in passing uh, with Rob Van Dam maybe turning heel early in the year when he comes back and Foley is the pro WWF guy opposing him he had a lot of goodwill at the time pitching for it before have we got a consensus on Van Dam Foley at Wrestlemania way to put Van Dam over in his new heel role I have nothing against it yeah I agree um, the, the only thing I kind of thought of is uh, I don't know when we, we necessarily get Funk but I'd like if we're gonna have Sabu involved on RVD side of thing. I was like, I'd like to see Funk involved with Foley well, in some way. Down the road to stretch it out a bit. Yeah, stretch it yeah. out a bit. One night yeah. stand. You bring the feud back. Foley comes back because he wants piece yeah. of down, and he brings Terry Funk on his side. We're we doing one night stand. I thought we cut that. Well, we cut ECW in general, but whether we're keeping the, mm. the one off pay per view is is up in the air. Mm. So I don't think it really matters one way or another if we had it at a one night stand or had it at a a pay-per-view at a similar point in the calendar and obviously you don't need Foley on TV during the period in between you can have him come back mm. um, we're, we're trying to capitalise on the ECW name a different way here so yeah. I'm not even sure if doing I, one night stands is a well, good no, idea I, I think the dynamics were wrong it's, 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 it's better group. to leave one night stand to just one night I think so yeah sloppy seconds isn't in order here gentlemen so uh, uh, we do have a glut of names over on the Smackdown side however this Randy Orton Booker T Chris Benoit area are we thinking because obviously the United States title is in limbo here because they're, they're doing the best of seven series on Smackdown with Booker and Benoit but Booker T's injured and he doesn't come back for a little while they actually have Randy Orton take his place in this best of seven series and Booker T wins the belt when Orton wins the series uh, for him against Benoit which is the shits so uh, if I can be quite blunt I, I'm, I'm thinking that this is probably going to end up as a three way thing uh, it's a natural fit have Orton take because Orton is dejects he takes the title initially so you got uh, you got Booker with his his motive when he comes back Benoit too obviously in the picture so it's a natural natural thing to play out really and when it comes to putting emphasis on Orton towards the second half of the year with that said are we going to do like a three way at Wrestlemania with these guys See, I might be in favour of not doing that. Put one of them in the uh, Money in the Bank. Okay. Uh, so if Orton's champion... Looks like it's going to be Booker in Money in the Bank. How long is Booker out for? Uh, a couple of months. He wrestled at WrestleMania, so... When did he start doing the whole thing with um, with his missus, where his missus was cheating for around, him? It, it, it started around this. It started just before. So he, him and Charmel are a double act at yeah. this time, and a great one too. So I wouldn't mind putting them in the Money in the Bank and having Orton and Benoit at Mania. Yeah, well, well, this is the thing, because we, we also kind of briefly talked about the Money in the Bank as well, and, and we've thrown a few names around. My only kind of concern I had with the Money in the Bank is just the lack of real kind of quality names that we're putting up, because this would be following on from the first uh, Money in the Bank, where, you know, we had the likes of Edge and Christian, Benoit, Jericho and so on. I guess if we're going to like throw names like in like Carlito and Masters and the Matt Hardys and so on, it doesn't for me anyway. It doesn't feel like a really strong money in the bank. So I'm just wondering. Well, you start with is, who's winning it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is it a necessity to do it every year? I or, would. Or, are we going to are we going to fall into that regime of every year we do a Money in the Bank at WrestleMania, well, or should we do it more as a special occasion? Well, we're we're only looking at it in the context of this year and. Uh, 
bear in mind at this point there had only been one other money in the bank so I think doing it at Mania for 2006 is absolutely fine and, um, and since they just paid it off and yes. it's fresh in the brain hey it's Cena fine. versus Edge in the main mm. event in one of the main event matches is based off money in the, the yeah. money in the bank angle so I think doing it here is good um, in terms of the names and the guy who would win I'll, I'll make a pitch here there's a guy we haven't mentioned so far which is the nature boy Ric Flair who I like the idea they batted it around at the time of at least teasing Ric Flair going for one last run for the world title and uh, if Edge is the heel and, and, and keeping the belt past Wrestlemania I'm thinking Flair as a uh, you know, bit of a surprise actually they, they put him in the match anyway in, in 22 yeah, he, he, he was in the match and they um, they went back and forth didn't they the, the, the story goes that it was between a Flair win and sort of one last run at a title or RVD and in the end they, they went with RVD yeah I mean, to to G's point about name strength for for Money in the Bank, which you, you sort of touched on there, mm. when you look at who they actually put in that match at the time outside of Van Damme and Flair, it wasn't exactly a you know it it didn't have the quote unquote star power of the previous year when Edge and Benoit were in it, but I personally don't have a problem with that because the idea is generally you're looking to elevate the one person. Once once the match is gone and you're building towards when that person's going to cash in. People aren't going to think back to who was really in that match. I don't think it really matters that much. Yeah. As long as it's not a bunch of complete jobbers. <laughs> and when you're starting off with two people that we've got in here, of Flair and Booker T. Decent start there. That, that's a decent base for me. To, that's a decent platform to build from. And I'm, I'm all on board with the, the Flair last... Uh, Last hurrah. Yeah, I think we were thinking Masters and Carlita, who, who we've talked about there. Obviously, both were heels at the start of the year. They ended up splitting. We're thinking pretty much doing that a little bit quicker. They, they had the, the, the bust up at New yeah, Year's yeah, Revolution. Yeah. Do the singles match in February and then put one or both of them in here. Probably Carlita, I'm guessing. I'd, I'd, I'd probably say, I'd say both. But I'd say if, if we, if, just off the top of my head looking at this list, if we went for six people, three on each show, we could go Flair, Carlito, Masters from Raw and Booker T, Bobby Lashley and Matt Hardy maybe from Smackdown I, I have a problem there I have a problem with Masters and, and this, this, this is more this is more of the me being petty because I wanted him cut it, it really is there is an expectation with this match you need some spots in there, you need some bumps and from that yeah. list of names there the only person we've got is Matt Hardy Yeah, Matt Hardy, to work you've with. got Matt Hardy and Carlito so I think you need someone else in there now, you, whether or not you replace Masters for that person or replace Lashley for that person, perhaps whichever way you go, I think you need someone else in there. Who would that person be? JBL. <laughs> <laughs> He's not on the show. Psychosis, super crazy, and Hooventude. Hoovy? Why not use one of them? Push Hoovy. Oh. Push the juice. Hoovy, who got fired in the first week of this year he for pissing off everyone. He ain't getting fired. <laughs> he I mean, didn't get fired he now. He pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, the juice ain't getting fired. The juice isn't loose in there. Uh, in That's actually a good point. Cause I was but, but you've also, you've, crazy. But you've also got London and Kendrick. Yeah, but so I think they're too far in theory, down in theory, this point. In theory, you could, but if you just... But I'm just thinking about an individual you need to, yeah, yeah. Be, what, to be a bump machine. What about stress? Helms? Yeah. Him and Harley together could do some stuff, I suppose. Mm. I kind of like the idea of Hoovy, to be I honest. I prefer Hoovy. I do. I, li I like the. I like Elevate Hoovy. I like. I like the idea of mo maybe having either or both Super Crazy and Psychosis in there as well. Nah, water's crazy shit. Water's it down too much. So we got our money in the bank. I think we got pretty much the, the bulk of our WrestleMania card here, folks. So we got Triple H against Rey Mysterio with Rey going over. We got Edge and John Cena with Edge going over. Angle versus Taker. Taker uh, Taker wins. 
HPK vs Shelton, Benjamin Shelton gets the win, RVD, Mick Foley, Van Damme goes over, Money in the Bank is Matt Hardy, Carlito, Juventud Guerrero, Bobby Lashley, Ric Flair and Booker T. With, uh, we're thinking Flair gets the Duke here because I'm thinking that the most logical thing is with Edge going again yep. over in the main event, the idea of building to Flair and Edge on pay-per-view with Flair just in his suits, not wrestling on television as much as he was, building up to this one big title match, doing the promos. I, I think that's perfect symmetry, especially with Edge's champion. He just cashed it. See, so he, he's obviously teases because he's, he's playing the game. He's going to out Edge, Edge. Yeah. But eventually, he just sets the date and says, "I'm going to win it there." Yeah. You you want to build it as a as an actual match, really? And so we've got you know we've got a main event there on a card between Mania and SummerSlam because you want Edge to be separated from Cena at parts to so that, that doesn't grow stale. And with that in mind coming out of Mania there's no opponent for Kurt Angle either so you can have Kurt Angle and Cena if you want to do that in, in the intervening months as well so there's there's you know, there's, there's room for manoeuvre there uh, of course also on the show we've got Orton and Chris Benoit for the United States Championship and Eminem against Show and Kane uh, to unify the tag team titles and become the stars of the tag division so many matches is that uh, may, may I suggest one more a, a lingerie a bra and panties battle royal with all the ladies for the chance at one night with Shelton Benjamin <laughs> You're really marvelous, <laughs> marvelous. <laughs> Just for my sake, we still do like Mickey and Trish because we're actually in oh, the middle. Yeah. We're actually in the middle of that. Yeah, M- Mickey and Trish worked. I thought that was a yeah. good angle for the women. That I think it's actually probably the best view they did for years in the women's yeah. division. So yeah, keep so, it. And, oh, so that's the mania card, right? Nine matches. Nine matches. Yeah, you don't want. You don't want any more yeah, than that. Don't need anything else. So yeah. You know. So with WrestleMania in the back here, we're going to get to some more of your suggestions here. Uh, let's talk about first thing, actually, uh, the Cena Dilemma, which is one of the big stories of 2006. It started there in the middle of 2005, the, uh, the Chris Jericho match at SummerSlam. Jeffrey D.R. Walsh on the Facebook page says, I think the reason so many people had rounded on Cena at the time was partially because he turned into a white meat, pandering babyface, and also a lack of proper top-level heels to draw the eye of the crowd away from him. When Edge was feuding with him, he was a good enough heel that Cena was getting huge pops during their program. There were too many cool heels around that time that people wanted to cheer for. By turning Cena into an edgier, almost tweener character close to his Doctor of Thugonomics roots, then the unwanted booing could have been curtailed. I'm not saying to deliver a scathing battle rap every promo, and there's always the risk of that getting stale, but less pandering, and without that ridiculous sequence with the shoulder blocks. Uh, Pink on the UK fan form says, with the benefit of hindsight, I'd have booked Cena in quite the same way, as I love his, until recently, unique, ace babyface who everyone hates character. But at the time, I'd definitely have pulled the trigger on a heel turn. Can't be having the number one baby getting called a cunt by all and sundry every week stay at that uh, I'm not sure of the best way to do it having him turn heel in the build up to the RVD match at one night stand makes sense but the match probably ends up being less fun if Cena is supposed to be a legit baddie on the night instead of the wink wink smart baiting pseudo heel that he was maybe he throws a paddy the next night on Raw and goes into his Sabu feud as a proper heel so a couple of different ideas there for John Cena how do you want to approach this because I'm kind of in line with that first one where if you put him with the right guy and Edge mm. was the right guy we might be able to kind of deflect this a little bit yeah, I think we're all in agreement here, aren't we? Or at least I think we are, with the idea of Cena is the babyface throughout the year chasing the belt. And I don't subscribe to the uh, tweener logic, um, but I, I generally pick up the other the other points of the email. No, you don't want to battle rap every week or anything like that, but you don't have to make him as pandering as he was. Oh, he's got his edge because he's chasing yeah. the belt. So he has literally so, got his edge in edge. So yeah. yeah, so mm. there's no reason for him to pander. So you can you can tone that down naturally and Edge just has, you know, all the heel heat in the world at, at that time. He he wasn't he I wa- didn't like him. He, wa- he, wa- he, wa- he wasn't the cool heel that people wanted to cheer and people still hated him through the association with Lita and the fallout from Matt Hardy and all that that had entailed. 
So you know, Edge is the natural heel that people wanted to boo. Cena has, as Kieran said, his Edge. I'd like to think that we just naturally sort of um, diffuse the situation with Cena and the fans. One, his his character does need to be adjusted. He doesn't necessarily need to go right back to the Doctor Thugonomics, but can maybe still uh, contain uh, still elements of that character. Uh, but I'm also thinking like taking the belt off him. Uh, is also going to be quite quite helpful as well. I think a lot of negativity, along with uh, you know his, his sudden change in in babyface character, also stem from just always on the title, always winning no matter what. And it's like it's okay in bits and droves, but you, you need the heel to kind of dominate for a while to, to to get the heat. And so I think having Edge hold that belt for a while is going to be beneficial to John Cena. The the situation was a lot better, and, and it was a lot more noticeable when Edge left. Uh, and, and Cena wasn't facing him and that the, the crowd responses went right back oh. so I think there's a lot more nose when Triple H stuck his fucking yeah. gigantic nose in because that didn't fucking work yeah. out well at all that worked a tro- uh, yeah I mean that but, but remember Kurt doesn't know how to play heel oh yeah. let's start with the Triple H verbiage card yeah. so, a couple of uh, suggestions here again from the contributors Tom Campbell on the Facebook page love uh, you Tom says uh, 2006 should have been rated R I suggest he beats Cena in their rematch at the Rumble so John can spin off into his view with Triple H Edge can move on and have his hardcore show stealer with Mick Foley at Wrestlemania but with the title on the line framing it as Mick's last chance to win the big one at Mania Edge going anti-hardcore would make him a great heat magnet from one night stand imagine Edge in full dickhead mode goading the mouth breathers of the Hammerstein ballroom whenever he's on offense against RVD the sight of Edge winning that by shenanigans attempting to escape through the crowd being hurled back into the ring and eating a thousand ECW extremist finishes would be quite amazing. Post one night stand an ego bruised Edge can start building an army of Edgeheads to carry out his dirty work and keep him on top. Spending the year beating Cena, Foley, RVD, DX and others, he would enter Wrestlemania as an overconfident, ego swollen, perverted gang leader who is finally unstuck when he goes up against The Undertaker. So uh, that's uh, Campbell's suggestion there, keep Edge the, pretty much the guy all year to build to Undertaker and again if he's, if he's going over at Wrestlemania he's undefeated at Wrestlemania at this point too so you've got a streak versus streak deal with a uh, him and Taker at Mania 23, perhaps. Uh, I wouldn't want to waste Edge on, on that, to be honest. Well, on The Undertaker? Yeah. <laughs> I, no, but I, I agree. I, th- I think maybe, maybe waste isn't the right word, or maybe it is. I, I don't know. But having put all that stock yeah. in Edge, yeah. for it to then come down to Battle of the Streaks and, let's face it, old man Mark Calloway gets the Duke, yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely comfortable with that either. Just going back to uh, Foley and... RVD yes because it's mainly I mean that means we haven't got the other ECW little posse guys on the show uh, at this point I think it should be all RVD I think I don't, yeah. I don't mind you know, RVD carrying the load he showed at one night stand when he's impassioned he can talk and I'm sure he was impassioned about how WWE was, was were assholes because he probably felt that way at the time himself well, that's so. why if they're not yeah. together yet then it's yeah. not, not together yeah, yet I, I keep it that way and then hey when uh, you again can, that, that, you, you, you drip feed these yeah. guys in Van Damme goes to can, Smackdown after Mania you drip feed Sabu you drip feed Heyman yeah. or the other way around yeah, you can use bring it in as Punk a, as, you can use it as an escalation of the feud exactly. like each, another, another rung to the ladder's being added with each person they put into the feud then for the rest they have to Funk to kind of uh, yeah. Funk's only in for one shot so yeah. heels win and it's all, it's all and built you, and, to Van Damme and, and, and you do that around the, the June and July and would you because I'm wondering about that with Mysterio. Do you go to RVD and Mysterio by SummerSlam? I think that's where we're heading. Or, or is it? Or is that too quick a jump? I'm, I'm no, it, I between. I mean, between obviously Sabu's going to come in in June, but then since they just pretty much, he was under contract to TNA and Drew's went and signed him anyway. So I think you can just do that whenever you want, to be honest. But I, I do think, yeah, I, th- I think Van Dam versus Mysterio for SummerSlam is probably where we're head, where we're ending up. 
Daminator on TPWW, before we go back to that, uh, says, uh, would have kept the World Heavyweight title match between just Angle and Orton at WrestleMania 22, with Orton going over. After his first way-too-early World Heavyweight title win in the summer of 2004, by spring of 06, Orton was easily ready to claim his spot as the world champion, which I've mentioned previously. We kind of personally disagree with that. I think Orton was too cold at this point, and they tried to heat him up with the, with the Eddie stuff. Yeah. But that, that was why they did it, because they were so desperate to heat up Orton as the top heel. To me, it's still too early for Orton. Yeah. You're still looking at that second half of the year. And if you want to put him in a more prominent role by, you know, as a world title contender by, say, Survivor Series, depending on how much stock you put in that pay per view by this point. Yeah. As we've talked about on a previous podcast. Yes. Just to clarify, so so if we're doing Rey Mysterio Triple H at Mania mm-hmm. and then doing Rey Mysterio RVD at SummerSlam, yes. what's, what's Rey's program in between that? Trips. You got trips April, matches. May, June, and July. Um, I, I, He's only got two pay-per-views in the middle of that because he's got the split band pay-per-views at the time. So, uh, yeah, oh God, I, yeah. you got you got a rematch with him. You've you got no. Booker. You've got plenty that you can do with Mysterio in the meantime. Yeah, have to take a lose to him. Uh, you, you got plenty of baby faces on that side as well. Um, I'm loving these conversations with the talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tiger Rick on the UK fan form has uh, ten points that he would go throughout the course of this year. One, ban all mentions of Eddie Guerrero. Two, fire Mr. Kennedy. Yes. Three, move Shawn Michaels to SmackDown in the draft and give him the title for six months. Four, put the Raw title back on edge after WrestleMania and squeeze the juice out of the Cena rivalry a bit earlier. Five, leave DX in 98 when it was last any good. Six, run ECW completely separate with primarily ECW originals and developmental talent, and a very small amount of WWE talent who've lost their way but use it to repackage them. Number seven, leave RVD as the ECW champion only. Number eight, leave One Night Stand as the only ECW pay-per-view. Yeah, December to Dismember is, is, uh. is not happening. Uh, nine, don't put Hogan in the ring. And ten, bring Carly in for the Undertaker at WrestleMania then fire him I, I think that we found a way around that to be quite honest so I'm happy with that but there's plenty of general sentiments there that I agree with and I think he's, he's touched on a few of them that we've raised already absolutely uh, King Pitcastle UK fan from also says at the time I'd have booked Edge to win all his matches against Cena in hindsight I wouldn't change a thing there DX I'd have done more like the 2009 version where they embraced being the uncool middle aged guys a feud with Eminem should have happened as well but was this the time when nobody could get Jerry Mercury away from the crack pipe it, in fact, was they ended up uh, busting up in May when uh, Mercury went to rehab. And then by the end of the year, they busted up his face. <laughs> <laughs> the big one would be in how shitty the Rey Mysterio World Title Chase and Reign ended up being. I'd have kept him as the Rumble winner, got to the Mania Triple Threat match through some Orton Angle title swapping, and not had Rey be a chump all the time. Which I think that's pretty imperative. In our, in our Rey title win, there will be no losing to the Great Carly yeah, in a minute. I'm sure you could wrangle in a Mysterio Benoit title match at some point. Mysterio Benoit, Mysterio. If you need to do Mark Henry then I guess you can no, I don't feel the urge <laughs> I do so, not feel the urge sorry um, just, just something I think we may have just overlooked slightly um, what about the Intercontinental Championship because at this point it's still Ric Nature Flair boy. so do we keep the belt on Ric Flair during this entire, entire time period while he's money in the bank or do we have him switch it to Shelton or uh, um, I I would personally keep the IC belt on him um, you don't have to reference it all the time, but we're not having him wrestle that many times anyway, so I don't want him doing a, a gluttony of IC title defences in truth. But I also I don't I don't want him doing any jobs. Yeah. I think you need it often before he goes for the world. I kinda I kinda yeah. feel the same way. If you, I, if you did I, it early I, enough in the year maybe I, you get away yeah, with it. I like it. I like the idea of Yeah, you know, of course, yeah. yeah, just get it off him before money the mm. Yeah, I like the idea of it going to Shelton. Because Shelton was the guy that beat Flair for it. So yeah. if, if you do that Maybe he's at your mania match with Sean. He's going after revenge for his fucking mentor. Yeah, 
Shawn Michaels wrestling for the Intercontinental title. Yeah, he's jobbing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> to me, at this point, the IC belt already has a bit of a stigma to it. And I don't want Shelton to get to be associated with that. You know, if we're sure about what we're going to do with Shelton, and it sounds like we are, and I'm all in favour of it, if he's wrestling Shawn, that's, that's enough no, I agree for with that. him. I agree with that. Um, what do we do with the belt then? Because the IC belt is still uh, not exactly hugely prestigious. It's had a bit of a, a tricky run in the last few years. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll say. W- would it be, for at least on the short, t- short term, maybe giving it to Kurt Angle? I don't know. He's, he's losing to Taker at Mania, so it's only going to do so much in the short. But this is the thing. Non title at Mania. Non, uh, well, yeah, I guess so. But then this is. the finish and kills the belt anyway, because it's not important. Well, no, well, well, he, could, he, he, could win, he could win the belt after Mania. But we need it off Flair first. Yeah, we need it off Flair before Mania. So the idea. I mean, honestly, the only guy that's on this list, and I know that Carl's going to love this, is Chris Masters. <laughs> what? Oh, God. No, of course, Carlito's got to be before Masters. Can we throw boy, uh, boy, the tumbleweed that blew through here just then. Can, can we throw yeah. masses in the Wait, 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 wait. Hall Flair doesn't gel. Is, is it, do a three or a Carlito that's masters it, yeah. and Flair? Yeah, yeah, that's it. A, tri- a triple yeah. threat, so Flair yes. doesn't have to do the yes. job. Yes, we've done it. We've made the belt even more meaningless. <laughs> Carlito beats right. masters and a triple okay. threat with Flair. And then he's in the money in the bank, so we don't have to worry about adding an extra match to the card. There you well, go. I, I, little package. What, what, what about, <laughs> oh, to, make, to make sure that we've got rid of the whole Masters Carlito feud that, you know, on that day no one gave a fuck about, we can have the triple threat actually be at the Rumble, which is where Carlito wins it. They can have their icy title singles match that no one will give a fuck about at No Way Out. So that's that taken care of. And then Carlito's in the money in the bank. We don't have to put Masters on the show at any point. Oh, perfect. <laughs> there we go. There we I go. Was, I was going to maybe try and suggest maybe Umaga, but you probably would have said still no. too early. Umaga didn't debut yet anyway. I don't think they actually even signed him until shh, until like February time anyway. So mm-hmm. cause they debuted yeah. him in March the day after WrestleMania. So we got the belt on Carlito after all. Carl Dixon on the Facebook page says, Honestly, I always thought WWE missed the trick by not making Raw into the WWE brand and SmackDown into the WCW brand, thus having WWE, WCW, and ECW. SmackDown already had the World Heavyweight, US, Tag, and Cruiserweight titles. WCW wrestlers like Booker, Finley, Regal, the Cruiserweights like Psychosis, Hoovy, Rey Mysterio, and Charvo. Move Palumbo, Bischoff, Big Show, and Flyer over from Raw, <coughs> throw in a few OVW guys, and you'd easily get a young developmental show, which was half-heartedly faithful to the original company. I think by this point, the brand split had already become passe and getting fired from one brand and showing up on the other meant nothing anymore but that same situation would be a much bigger deal if the GMs were McMahon, Bischoff and Heyman a complete washout could get a repackage and a solid push with minimal effort under the guise of the new GM using the talent better than the last guy with some roster reshuffling this would have been this would have allowed certain wrestlers to be placed much better as much as it pains me from a historical standpoint the invasion angle had happened several years previously and WCW was long past the point of any revival. Uh, I, I see them, I see his point in terms of trying to strengthen the brand extension a little bit because, they, they, you know, they were in that kind of halfway house here where it's like, okay, either get rid of this fucking thing and that might be where we end up going for WrestleMania to be quite honest. It, it, it floated through my head and the fucking brand extension at WrestleMania because it was fucking awful anyway at this point. Well, one of the few other people that actually mentioned this idea is Scarlet Left on Pro Wrestling Only, who says, for this idea, uh, on the Raw after WrestleMania, Vince addresses the entire roster. Basically, the brand split will end at Survivor Series with both tag belts and both world titles being unified. He wants to downsize the roster so everyone should consider themselves to be fighting to impress him and keep their 
jobs. He also says that the night after Survivor Series, he'll announce all the cuts, and the only wrestlers who'll be safe will be the title holders and the reigning king of the ring. Then for Survivor Series, on the day, he says we have a four-way to unify the world title, Edge versus Cena versus Taker versus Batista, uh, with Undertaker going over. Uh, also unifying the tag belts, we're having London, Kendrick, and a huge upset going over DX, which uh, may not be uh, too too easy to convince them of doing. But again, the, the idea, I think, for to end the brand extension and unifying some of these belts... So I, I think you either try and strengthen it or you kind of build to its end. I'm happy ending it. Uh, okay, so long range, we're thinking. WrestleMania 23, perhaps World Title Unification matches where we're going to end up, maybe? Oh, yeah, like that. Unification match and then the... Uh... That's that's the end. Yeah, yeah we, we we're merging everything together. We, we, yeah. we started it cold this WrestleMania with Eminem and Big Show and Kane's tag titles. We'll, we'll merge everything. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where we're going long term here. Um, Supersonic on the FWB board had his own suggestions for uh, the kind of lay of the land. So we'll get to some of these now. Uh, his idea for WrestleMania 22 was Benoit versus Booker, uh, the US title match that didn't end up happening because of uh, the the best of seven. Uh, hardcore match Mick Foley versus Ric Flair, the first match of their highly anticipated blood feud. It would culminate with Flair eventually winning in vengeance in front of his hometown Charlotte audience. Uh, he says Undertaker versus Triple H here for the uh, the brand supremacy type of deal. Angle versus Michaels to end the rivalry. Orton versus Mysterio for the world title with no Ed exploitation, he says. Uh, Mysterio earns this match by winning the Rumble and dethrones Orton, uh, who's the champion, in an epic match against 20 minutes, belt to bell, some Eddie tribute spots here and there, but none of the shirts or armbands. Uh, Edge vs. John Cena for the debut title, so he echoes our sentiments there. Uh, Edge is cemented as the top heel in the company by retaining the belt, so actually we've got that in common. Uh, he's actually got something big for the next uh, episode of Raw as well, which is also in Chicago. US champion Benoit issues an open challenge, which is answered by the debuting Chicago native CM Punk. Uh, the match is given 12-15 minutes belt to bell, allowing Punk to debut in a fashion even more epic than Cena did against Angle. Uh, this becomes the on-again, off-again rivalry, particularly grooming Punk to be a hot star when he's drafted by ECW. Uh, he also talks about in the main event segment having Triple H congratulate Taker for the victory uh, to set up Sting coming in uh, for the next year. However, unfortunately, I double-checked and TNA did have Sting in December 2005, so since we're doing this from January 1st, that unfortunately disqualifies uh, this this suggestion. His idea for the planned WrestleMania 23 card was uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match between uh, Sabu, London, Kennedy, Nitro, Lashley, Van Damme, Regal, and Benjamin. Uh, Flair versus Finley for the IC belt. Benoit versus Umaga for the US title. Shawn Michaels versus Booker T, which is uh, kind of an odd mix of names. Triple H versus Rey Mysterio, which we're doing this year. Uh, Hardys versus Rated RKO for the uh, for both sets of tag belts. Angle versus Punk for the ECW belt. Taker and Sting for the world title, and Cena Batista for the WWE title. So that's uh, how he. Uh, kind of had things lined up the temptation to debut punk in Chicago is quite nice is it a little bit looking with hindsight of what <laughs> however he was later I mean maybe and plus aren't we supposed I, to be I, debuting but you could but I'm I'd, I'd be happier with us debuting him with an immediate insert into the Sabu I Van Damme so. Heyman group Heyman hyping him up as the having the heart the, the spirit of the old DCW boys and blah de blah de blah he's yeah. a heel straight away speaking of spirit and uh, managers actually there's a, a thought that just crossed my mind before we mentioned the spirit squad but didn't talk about what we'd actually do with them Helen Wright on the Facebook page says the spirit squad is possibly one of the worst things I've witnessed and I usually am mildly entertained by the gimmicky shite uh, we haven't talked about the spirit squad in terms of what we would do with them so uh, um, again we talked about how we wouldn't let the cheerleader gimmick uh, but there was, there was use was the guys I hate it you didn't hate it <laughs> yeah well I just I, I they were doomed. <laughs> they were doomed. Chavo still needs that caddy. <laughs> Kerwin White is gone <laughs> at this point, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I would bring in Doan. I like Doan. Johnny Jeter and Nick Nemeth is a. Ta- I think Jeter and Nemeth is a tag team on SmackDown to kind of find their feet could be pretty good. 
um, kind of the varsity club type deal anyway. They so. could have some good matches with London and Kendrick. Yeah, not nice way to introduce them, the Mex calls. That's okay, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, is that, are they just stereotyped as jobbers for the rest of the crews anyway in doing that? Uh, have you got like a, an idea for the way to bring these guys up? Are you thinking, Kieran, the spirit squad as they came up? I wouldn't use them the same. I mean... What about, what about Doan as like coach's new prospect? Separate from Shelton. Separate from Shelton. Oh, he, 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 he doesn't have he doesn't have the accoutrements that uh, that Benjamin has. He's, he's just his kind so, of side project. So, so you, you don't want the Spirit Squad to be the cheerleaders for Shelton Benjamin? <laughs> I think they crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point, we've got like a thirty-man entourage, which is just yeah. amazing. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this Spirit Squad, Shelton. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what a fucking rogues gallery this is. The coach. Fucking the girls who are useless. Crime time and the spirit squad. <laughs> He's so getting over. He's gonna be a big star. Yeah. We, I know the girls are useless. That's why I went in three of them cut. Yeah, but I, I, I don't want this to be like Simon Diamond and ECW. He's got just a bunch of fucking losers with him. Where's the, where's the musketeers? That's it, yeah, yeah, just, br- just bring out Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Mitch, getting the musketeers out. Yeah, so I don't know about the spirit squad as his, his personal cheerleaders. <laughs> Ken, D- Ken Doan is like a hot prospect I think it's pretty good we've got Punk is the new hot guy on Smackdown so I think Raw, if we're going to bring Doan up as a hot heel it needs to be Raw unless we're bringing him in in a group yeah you, you don't want the hot prospect though it's too similar to Benjamin yeah so I'm not really sure I want coach associating with anyone else other than Benjamin yeah yeah that's the, that's the flip side I was going to say there's a bit more room for flexibility in the sense of Armando is the manager that's going to be exclusive to Marcus so it's not like he's going to get stable either so uh, you, you got a bit of a bit of diversity between the two if you had coach with one more guy, but I guess it, it's all by the by. But if you don't want to, don't want that. So is there any kind of idea for use of these guys, or is it just a matter of keep them where they are and, and bring them up when there's an idea for them? Or drip feed them, yeah. Drip feed them in. Yeah. yeah, I think we've got the folks of the company. I don't think there's any any really need to bring them up just for the sake of it. Okay, so Rocketman Sid on wrestling form says, I would have actually given Edge a decent length of run with the WWE Championship. The man was gold on the mic as a heel and could perform in the ring. He deserved more than just a transitional run with a belt. As for the World Heavyweight title, I would have given someone like Taker a run with a belt until Batista comes back, for the sole purpose of being a seasoned vet who could carry the load until it isn't needed anymore. DX should have never come back as they served no purpose whatsoever, and you could have found other ways for Sean and Hunter to be both entertaining while putting over younger talent. Uh, so no, I would not have brought back DX. ECW I would have brought back, but not as a brand show, like Raw or SmackDown, but as a developmental indie style show similar to how NXT has been these last few years. As for Cena, I would have kept him as the Cena that made him popular with the fans in the first place, instead of making him into the Hulk Hogan ripoff. So again, echoing a lot of the sentiments that have been discussed already. Uh, Matt Appen on the Facebook page, whose idea this whole thing was, says, There are three things that I would like to improve this year. At the Rumble, Ray still ends at number two without the lowrider. Still dedicated to Eddie, but he doesn't win. Which is a no-no for us. <laughs> he is eliminated by Orton at the end. Between the Rumble and No Way Out, the Orton Mysterio angle is based on Ray's disappointment of losing the Rumble and what turns to an obsession to hold the world title. At no time is Eddie Guerrero mentioned. This angle builds to where Ray is willing to put his career up against Orton's title shot. Just when you think Ray is healing and about to garner heat for this obsession, Orton gets a bro saying that after No Way Out, Ray will never wrestle again, just like Eddie. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, no. Uh, Ray snaps and shows a little side of him we haven't seen before. Ray beats Orton at No Way Out, and at WrestleMania, we get Ray versus Angle 
angle one-on-one -on -one like it should have been. Ray wins, and this is the last time Eddie is using an angle ever. From there, Ray is booked as the unlikely champion that finds a way to win uh, through fighting the odds. Secondly, the HBK McMahon feud ends at WrestleMania. The Spirit Squad then becomes what the Nexus should have been. They shed the cheerleader gimmick, saying that's what the W wanted them to be, but they are more than that. They go on a path of destruction, targeting the established veterans on both Raw and SmackDown. They destroy Triple H on Raw. They set their sights on everyone else that's been around pre-2002, leading up to SummerSlam. However, they believe the biggest prize at the end is HBK. This is about to attack, here comes Triple H to save his friend. And at no time are they back under the DX banner. At SummerSlam, the young guys go over in a two-on-two -two tag match. After beating Triple H and HBK, the entire group beat down the two old guys. The two vets are then off TV until the Raw after No Mercy. Here is where Triple H and Sean return and vow revenge. They inform the young guys that at Survivor Series, they'll put together a team of those that the former Spirit Squad have beaten down that year. At Survivor Series, it'll be the Spirit Squad against Triple H, HBK, Taker, JBL, and RVD. The veterans win, with HBK being the sole survivor. The Spirit Squad disband and go on to have successful careers like it should have been. And thirdly, no ECW. We were kind of tinkering around the idea there for the Spirit Squad, nothing stands out. Does this kind of tickle anyone's fancy? Yeah, because if you need that, who, who's the kind of mouthpiece of that? Because I mean, at least with an, uh, at, at least with um, at least with Nexus, whatever, whatever experience was, at least Barrett could talk with the Spirit Squad. Who who's the mic man there? Who's the guy that's going to portray this this Nexus angle? I'm not too keen on this notion of them coming in as as the Spirit Squad to then almost you know to disrobe if you like and show and you know. This isn't who we are. We're actually these people. It, it's Dustin Reynolds in in WCW coming in as seven and then cutting the promo about looking like Uncle Fesser. And it just, I'm just not keen on it. So anyway, we're moving to SummerSlam. We've got one match at least on this show, which is RVD versus Rey Mysterio. We believe. Are we thinking that uh, Cena Edge ends here? Or do you want to drag this out? This will have been going on since January at this point. Yeah. It's in Cena's hometown in Boston, so fingers crossed. Oh uh, well. If we've got I, him over it, so, to some degree here. I, I think eight months, sort of with with a bit of a gap in between, as we've alluded to. I, I think that's about right. I think that's a, a good time to end. And it's not as if you can't, you know, revisit it after, say, coming out of Mania the following year once the brand extensions ended. You know, if it's going to work anywhere, it's got better chances in Boston than anywhere else. So, yeah. and they're in Toronto the following month. So I don't know if you want to. Uh play it out for one more or whatever well I think that's the kind of thing you'd have to really see it, how it's go, how, how, the how much juice has got left yeah 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 um, I wouldn't be keen on just do on, on Edge jobbing again though um, just uh, just one thing on, on the build up to to SummerSlam uh, I mentioned it before we should be getting Batista back yes around this point June. now um, and Kennedy now, now yeah we'll get Kennedy well Batista though um, I'm just looking at like how we've divvied up the, the main eventers now on each show and I'm thinking now with SmackDown being a little bit more heavier now with, with, with the likes of Triple H and, and Rob Van Dam, and also with the potential uh, loss of Kurt Angle uh, down the line, that it would be beneficial if Batista uh, comes back on Raw, and I would say maybe as a heel. Maybe at uh, SummerSlam if you want like a program, maybe with Sean, Sean Batista. I, on there because you might I, need someone I, if Cena's, I, win, if Cena's quite, winning the belt you might like need a heel to go after Cena yeah that's why that's why I like it because you, you've got to have a heel for Cena coming out of the edge feud and I, I think Batista is probably the you know, look at it I'm not the biggest Batista fan in the world but I think that's I think that's the best way to go I love Dave as a heel um, you got Triple H on Smackdown as well so you don't and Orton and Orton yeah um, so yeah I like it 
you got Batista as a hero, you got Flair mm. there, if you want to revisit the, the uh, kind of evolution mm. tie back there. Yeah, to build up his heat for... Build up his heat for yeah. destroy Flair. Yeah. That, that, that seems fair enough. Interesting though, because where's Shelton going after, after Shawn Michaels? I think he's belt collecting. He's belt collecting? Yeah. So he's, he's going he's gonna to beat Carlito for the IC title or what? Fuck Carlito, yeah, he'll destroy Carlito in <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not... Uh, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of, of shouting on the IC belt and him being a boot, but if we're just going to have him go, you know, gold digging, let's say, and just have him kill Carlito on a raw, because I don't, I don't want to put too much emphasis on yeah. on the idea what? that I don't want to give this perception that Carlito is in somehow is in some way equal or on a, on the same level as Shelton. So I want Shelton to destroy him if that's going to happen. Well, if if you do Shelton, Shelton murders Carlito, win, wins the IC, and we're unifying belts. Why don't we unify belts then at SummerSlam and have Shelton face Chris Benoit for the United States? I would like Shelton to hold both belts. Oh, I'll physically hold two belts as opposed That's to unifying time. it. But yeah, he has both belts. Yeah, yeah. And down so, the line, when we unify the brands, if you want to just unify the belt, that's yeah, fine. Okay, yeah, but like he, he faces Benoit for the United States, so I think that's that's got to be a stellar match at SummerSlam for he those come two. Come out and like you got he's, you got two you got the two yeah. flunkies on either holding, side holding prime belts. time holding yeah, the belts because yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't get two polar belts. opposites in terms of characters. Just Benoit, who's just, just you know just goes to the ring, while Shelton has the big uh, you know Apollo Creed esque uh, freaking entrance. Yeah, I like the <laughs> idea of Benoit. Re- I mean, really trying to make a big deal of Benoit with the US belt being a big deal. Like, yeah, I get in the mold of okay, this is the, the best, you know, one of the best US heart reigns we've ever ever seen. Constantly yeah. mention it. If, if we need him to, to clean out the deadwood of JBL when he when he needs to go, having beat Mark Henry, who's kind of struggling a bit here, Book T, Orton, he's already gone through. Um, and these can be happening on TV as well. That's what I'm saying. Hasn't got enough yet, yeah. this, is, this is all on, on television. It's all, you, know, you can have great matches with you know, members of Eminem or, or whatever. There's a lot that Benoit can do. So, with that said, we're going Shelton versus Benoit at SummerSlam to give Shelton two championships yes alright so what are we doing with Kurt Angle is he going to be uh, are we kind of because he was actually on SummerSlam this year because he was kind of near the end of his uh, yeah. near the end of his road so we're do, we, lose, do we give him yeah. time after he sent to rehab do we try and salvage this maniac Kieran's already said we're scrapping the wellness policy so you know <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well like, that's, like, that's going to work in like uh, back in the, in, the, in the summer of 2007 that won't bite us back on the ass look we're, we're basically booking to mania I'm not looking beyond that at this point that's ironic that's exactly how WWE did it <laughs> Undertaker is uh, kind of left with his balls in his hand after, <laughs> after the match of Wrestlemania with Kurt Angle Again, they went to Carly for a reason because there was very little else. After WrestleMania, what do you want to do with Taker? Because, like you said, he, he's probably, I mean, in terms of name value, Batista's not there. Mysterio's world champion. Um, Taker's got the built in well, equity. Do we just put him with Triple H? What are we doing with. What are we, it's, it's a bit of bit retrograde, I know, but what are we doing with Triple H after Mania? We've got nothing for him either. Yeah. yeah it makes, Taker makes sense. He's just, he just won at Mania. He's won a big match, so you've got to get to that at some point. Um, I like to build Orton to Taker maybe at SummerSlam and oh, they've just done that for you the year I did before, though. Though. Oh, no. and fucking Taker blitzed him it was yeah well I want to get him God, I, I'd send enough Orton Taker to last me a lifetime by this mm. point to be quite honest I'll leave him this is the problem later, like I said this so. is the problem you have with Undertaker on Smackdown because he, he, he'd worked with and beaten in, in quite lengthy feuds Booker T Randy Orton well, Mark okay, Henry okay, and okay, do yeah. the angle okay, rematch right, hold on if, if we're you know, dead set on trying to make sure that Kurt Angle lives we're only pretty much getting up to SummerSlam out of him I I turn him at some some point in between and have him wrestle Orton, hmm, wrestle yeah. Orton on the way out. I'm down with that. Orton gets his uh, big win, first big win on his uh, rehab tour yeah, by right. beating Kurt Angle. And I'd, 
I'd argue if we're doing that at SummerSlam, I'd want Kurt moved from Raw somehow because I, I don't want this interpromotional thing. Trade to for Batista. Too much of a... Trade for Batista. Yeah, there you go. Angle to SmackDown, Batista to Raw in a, I guess June, July, whenever it is that uh, Batista comes back. Makes perfect and, sense. And that's how you could play out the Batista Batista heel turn. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've been traded for Kurt. Why? You, know, you could throw up some theory about concerns over his injury, and you could see that as a slight and disrespectful yeah. and, you know, the promo yeah. writes itself yeah how about the how about the blaster what's the blaster doing for SummerSlam who cares <laughs> <I'm>, hey <laughs> Triple H is doing nothing have we established what Taker's doing yet no well Triple Carly's H Carly's still tri Triple H <laughs> heel you can either go Kennedy and, and kind of hot shot Kennedy into something with Taker well, but not punk. A, but, no. no 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 that's Sabu yes that's where I'm going okay wow okay well that's well, what's RVD doing he's winning the belt SummerSlam how do people feel about that how, how do people feel about this Mysterio Van Damme outcome I'm happy for Van Damme to take it because I think that the, 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 think the, I, the I, renegades yeah, are interesting I think by that point we've put enough stock in it if we don't pull yeah. the trigger it's 2001 I, all over I, again I, I definitely think so because I think by that point with Ray as babyface champion I don't know what's really else for him on the heel prospect whilst if you got RVD as the heel champion you know he can go up against um, he can go up against Undertaker and, and the Chris Benoit's and and let's face it, if we're, we're talking about li the shelf life of wrestlers, we're, we're not going to have an awful lot of time with Sabu, are we? No. You know, there's a very small there's a very small window in which to... And this to, fits within it. Yeah. Yeah. For it to be effective. So, take a Sabu. So that so, fucking classic. Oh, sorry, oh, no. so take a Sabu. It can't be any worse than Carly. No, it can't be worse than Carly. So there you go. So, so are we actually thinking Triple H and the Blaster? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Lashley's first real big feud this will be, and it's actually quite nice to yeah. end, you know, to build this two SummerSlam. If like Lashley, you know, keep on a hot run, doesn't have to lose very often. Yeah. Plus, like you got the natural kind of intimidation of Triple H with you, the guy that's bigger than him anyway. So mm -hmm. I kind of like that. Sorry, just just timeline wise, just for clarification. Oh, when, when did Mercury get um fucked? Went to rehab in May. Because I'm just thinking, because because of the, I'm assuming that they're still our tag champions by are, this point. I think we've got. That. <coughs> play it as he goes really yeah play it as you go assume assume that we have it to this point if not then we'll just we'll get the belts off so, so, so yeah, maybe I think, we, I think we assume he goes to rehab fuck in which case you put you put the belts on London and Kendrick yeah you know, some point before the shit hits the fan mm. you can always have them hold the belts till he comes back cleaned up and by yeah. that point it ties in nicely with, with Jeff being back and Matt and there you go alright so at this point so, then Mercury's out the way so it's yeah. London Kendrick as tag team champions yeah. I don't know there's many ideas picture of Big Show and Kane thus far in the podcast yeah, I'm glad we didn't fire them <laughs> <laughs> and Umaga's going to need to beat people too yeah, on his yeah. way up so there yeah, you go yeah. you've got, you got, you got two sturdy giants who at this point are going to get jobbed out to, to feed uh, Shelton Umaga because we've referenced Triple H and uh, Blaster as a match at SummerSlam no point did we decide who was going over in that match. I think you'd have to see how it was going. If, yeah. if, if Lashley, if Lashley looks like he's, he's on a house of fire, yeah, if he's got, he's got traction. You... Him, him and his twelve-year-old girl voice, <laughs> hard-hitting, soft-spoken, as the Titantron said, Carl. Jerry Lawler got aroused when he heard the voice the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know who's going over there. I think that, that's a judgment call based on the time, but. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so other than that, so, so SummerSlam's looking like Cena and Edge, RVD and Mysterio for the world title, uh, Batista, he or Batista against Shawn Michaels to help uh, build him up, Shelton Benjamin beating Chris Benoit on his uh, gold standard collecting, uh, Triple H versus Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton versus Kurt Angle, Undertaker versus Sabu, and uh, the tag team titles <laughs> being defended. I'm not going to say, I'm not comfortable with that. I'll go with it. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. But, but, I'm just Oza, saying. Oza, just, <clears throat> it's not perfect. <laughs> okay, no, like, no one, no one's claiming it's going to be gold. But you know. Also, also I'm just thinking. So, Sabu so will be... at least have a bit of heat from his. I'm hoping. Okay. Hoping he'll have a bit of heat from the association with with RVD and Punk, who's come in by this point, and you know they'll, they'll have seen off Foley and Funk. I don't really want to keep Foley around too long. In truth, I, I don't want to. Re- yeah, I, don't, I don't want to revisit Foley Flair, to be honest. If you want to ship off Mick Foley, maybe do something where Umaga like takes out Foley or something, Good like do. beats the shit out of him. Yeah. That's Foley written out now. Because like the ECW stuff, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Umaga's the yeah. one that fucking decimates him. Umaga decimates him, ends up wrestling. Carlito, anybody? Strong win for Umaga. Strong win on on the SummerSlam card. Yeah, strong win on the SummerSlam card. Warlord Tito Santana style. Oh, hopefully not. Well, with that said, so we've got the SummerSlam here, so we're not doing too bad. Harmonic Generator on the UK fan forum uh, gave us what was two full pages of feedback, so I'm going to have to truncate this somewhat here, but I'll, uh, his key points were to keep going, uh, Edge and Cena, Mysterio winning the championship and actually win some matches as champion, novel as that is. Uh, he says, I don't know what to do with Shawn Michaels, I'm okay with the McMahon feud, I'm okay with the DX reunion for lack of better options, if nothing else, but I want it to be less juvenile and less, well, shit. Uh, he also said that he wants to unify the tag titles at WrestleMania on the lines of us. He says, most importantly, I'm keeping Ken Doan and Johnny Gita out of the whole Spirit Squad thing. I'm a massive, massive fan of Paul Heyman's OVW run in 2005-2006, and these two guys were booked fantastically in it. Gita especially, and he never recovered from the Spirit Squad. I was so disappointed that nothing ever came of him. He was incredible as a heel in OVW, and yeah, WWE is a totally different environment, but by Christ, I wanted to slap the fuck out of that little twat when I watched him in OVW. Superb stuff. Anyway, both these guys are getting singles runs, probably on SmackDown. Essentially, I want Don to be Orton Mark II and Jita to be the new Jericho. They're actually doing a thing in OVW where uh, Johnny Jesus had Mark Henry as backup, which is uh, quite an interesting combination. Uh, speaking of Heyman's OVW, that's my model for ECW because I fucking loved Heyman's OVW. Uh, I keep the show but give it another name and use it like it was in its later years, like a link between developmental and the main roster, where the guys like Sheamus or Kofi got the chance to develop a bit on TV. We won't call it ECW, but have Heyman involved and say it's inspired by the values of ECW. Uh, not, not the garbage star necessarily, but the ideas of giving new stars a chance to catch fire and opportunities. He also says, I'm keeping King Booker. I don't know who to give him at WrestleMania, but it's not going to be the bloody boot. Man. I love Boogie, but he's not a guy to put in matches like that. He's for crazy backstage segments and the occasional squash. Anyway, King Bucker is over the top and silly, but it's fun. Whether I'd have him in seat Mysterio, I don't know. I need him to go serious first. Maybe not learn from every opponent Ray's ever had and not take him seriously. Then when Ray retains, he goes serious and brutalizes him in the rematch, wins the belt, then goes back to over the top and silly. Then you got all the fun of hail, all hail King Bucker, but know that any moment he could snap. Uh, King Bucker, yay or nay round this table? Yeah, not not just yay nay. Or if, if it's a nay, do we still do King of the Ring full stop? I don't really see any point in King of the Ring, really. And I, I was never a fan at any stage of King Booker, so I wouldn't be in favour of doing that either. We yeah. said before, didn't we? We like the Charmel Booker combo, but I liked it far more before the the, yeah. the, 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 the King stuff. So yeah, <clears throat> I'll go along with that. Don't enjoy stuff. I am. I think they probably would probably get brought up throughout the course of the year at some point. Probably like maybe early two thousand seven. I'm thinking. 
just, just to get some fresh blood on the roster because mm. we're going to need some um, Marv95 on WrestlingForum.com says since they were pushing Mark Henry as a monster have him win the world title at the Rumble Henry versus Ray at Mania in a David versus Goliath matchup and Ray pulls it out to Taker versus Angle at Mania uh, as for Orton have him replace Finley in the Money in the Bank and have Finley versus Lashley in a grudge match since those two were feuding at the time on the Raw side Brett should have interfered in the HBK Vince match Ed should have held the belt for more than three weeks having dropped it to Cena at Saturday night's main event thanks to Foley's interference uh, unfortunately that one, I think there's another disqualification in the sense of if they uh, if they could have got Brett they would have got Brett because that's what the whole Sean Vince thing was all about and Brett wasn't going so I don't think there's any uh, any doing that Air Raid on the UK fan form says the three biggest crimes of 2005 for me were that neither Shawn Michaels or Kurt Angle were rewarded for their status as probably the best guys in the company with a title reign and the stalling of Randy Orton's rehabilitation as a top guy they fanned around with Orton until late 2007 it was ridiculous these are all things I would aim to correct in 06 it's a nightmare of a mania to book in many ways with so many guys deserving of a top spot but I always hated the mania they put on because I thought Mark Henry Vince and everyone's favourite sex pest Mick Foley were wastes of their respective <laughs> opponents at Mania 22 I probably have and win the big gold belt on the first Smackdown of the year as soon as Batista gets injured and I have Sean be the surprise Raw entrant into that battle royal instead of Angle. I have Sean win the Royal Rumble setting up Orton versus Michaels for the belt at Mania which is second to last on the pay-per-view to the Cena-Edge rematch where Cena shockingly doesn't cut Edge's balls off after three weeks and actually loses. I don't know how but it will set up Edge-Cena Triple H at Mania. Cena wins the belt back because I do intend Cena to be the man that he ended up becoming but Edge gets slightly longer for his first run and gets to have a main event at Mania that he had earned. I also have Sean win the big gold belt from Orton as vindication for his form and revenge for losing the deciding fault to Orton at the previous Survivor Series, if that matters. Uh, also at Mania, I, also, I have the uh, Undertaker Angle match, which was uh, what we also had in line there. And I have a uh, Kurt beat the fucker. I have no intention whatsoever to use oh, but wasn't the street great? Hindsight. And let future Taker matches at Mania and the drama therein distract me from the brief which is the fix 2006. And for my 2006, Angle beats Undertaker. Kurt's going to plough through a whole load of guys from there because I want to build an Angle versus Michaels for the big gold belt maybe at SummerSlam if the renewed faith the company shows in him can be a catalyst for him not falling off the rails to the point they sacked him or him quitting depending on who you believe you've guessed it Kurt's going over also at Mania I have Ray with RVD in a let's go out and do flash moves match but give them longer than Ray and Eddie got at Mania 21 and I'm fairly sure RVD's going to win because I need him to have a few wins as I probably still want to do one night stand exactly as it was because Jesus that atmosphere Cena not having wrestled Hunter one on one at Mania preserves that match for a big occasion and I suppose my SummerSlam probably has Sean versus Angle Cena vs Hunter and RVD vs Edge if Umaga gets built as strongly as he did in real life I'd be tempted to put him in there with Undertaker by now anything to keep Taker away from Carly. also whichever show Orton is on at this point he's going to be winning their belt between SummerSlam and the new year because he's the guy I want Batista coming after after two false starts on their proper feud with Orton's shoulder injury in 05 and Batista being injured as we enter 2006 so a lot of ideas there again some in line with us but some that are different yeah there's, there's certainly some hallmarks there in terms of obviously us wanting to give more more time to to Edge than than Air Raid does, but obviously there's there's some similarities there about putting more of a spotlight on Edge and and hallmarks about how we want to focus on Orton in the second half of the year. So there there are some tie-ins there. Uh, the Foley line was clearly intended to get a reaction out of Raven. <laughs> well, you know, there, there needs to be more discussion of him going to Room 101 there, based on that whole Molina period of Mick Foley's career. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I bet you don't. Swag on WrestlingForum.com says, Following Batista's injury, I'd keep Angle on Raw and bring Shawn Michaels over to SmackDown, which has actually been one of the more common things we've heard. Uh, he also says avoid the DX reunion and the McMahon God bullshit. Oh God, forgot about that. Uh, Sean wins the battle royal and, and is the champion. Edge casts in Elimination Chamber and holds the belt till Mania. At the Rumble, the final five come down to Orton, 
Triple H, Cena, Mysterio, and Angle. Cena and Triple H eliminate each other, leading to their Mania match. Uh, and Orton wins the Rumble, eliminating Mysterio last. And his main event looks like HBK Orton for the world title, Edge and Angle for the WWE title, Cena and Triple H no holds barred, Taker and Benoit with a, uh, a tweener Benoit at this point, he says. Uh, RVD winning the Money in the Bank, Eminem versus London Kendrick, Mysterio versus JBL, and Lita versus Trish. Uh, take a Benoit was something they never did. I actually wouldn't mind getting to that at some point if we can uh, get some more mileage out of Benoit before um, um, <clears throat> the uh, RVD Sabu shenanigans is unimportant under my personal wellness philosophy. So, yeah. if, if, so if they if they if they get yeah. pulled over for weed, the same fucking car. He's <laughs> <laughs> driving. Yeah. I'm driving. It's, it's simple. You bring me into the office. Look, you dumb shit. Don't get caught again. <laughs> Simple fan on TPWW for his idea says start with New Year's Revolution. I wouldn't have had Edge cash in. Ray doesn't win the Rumble. Instead, Orton wins. Taker wins the World Heavyweight Title at No Way Out and faces Orton and Angle at WrestleMania. Lashley wins the Money in the Bank instead of Van Dam. I have Edge still have the hardcore match with Foley. Taker wins the Triple Threat and Edge goes to cash in, but doesn't when the Undertaker sits up and scares Edge away. Cena beats Triple H and Bobby Lashley cashes in his briefcase, only for Edge to cash in his at the last possible second uh, when it's eligible. Edge walks away from Mania champion with no one else holding a money in the bank briefcase uh, Edge defends the title against Cena at Backlash uh, but wins by DQ Ray's now on roll with the Intercontinental title uh, maybe reform DX uh, right away after Wrestlemania he would do- still do the one night stand uh, but not bring the ECW brand back um, he'd have Lashley win the King of the Ring big push for Lashley here I notice in this one um, at SummerSlam Orton beats Hogan Flair and Foley have the I quit match DX vs McMahon's does happen Lashley beats Booker T to become the number one contender Batista loses the World Heavyweight title to Angle at Armageddon we have an Armageddon Hell in a Cell with Angle, Lashley, Batista, Booker T Big Show and The Undertaker Angle wins setting up Lashley to win the Royal Rumble and get a fair shot against Angle for the championship at WrestleMania 23 so big push for Lashley here which is kind of in tune with what they did they, they, I mean again they, they picked him as the guy to, for Trump to endorse and after that they thought that he was going to be one of the tippy top guys uh, didn't see the end of 2007 Lashley but uh, yeah, he'll be jobbing to Shelton in our <laughs> real hard push for Shelton I've got to say actually and this does seem appropriate because we're, we're talking a lot about Shelton Benjamin is there a genuine belief that he could have been like a main event guy because I always thought that he was a notch below are, are we thinking the accoutrements will make up for it you've got it you've got it it's all the supporting cast and, and, and on his own he doesn't have Punk's charisma no but and to be honest the future would be then as a babyface yeah so well, I don't know. You don't, you don't know until you give someone unless you give them a push. Unless you try and push them correctly, you, you don't know what they think they connect. Do you? So. I'd like to think the the way that we've constructed this, even if Shelton doesn't hit the heights that we hope he could, we have we have protected, by and large, the people we need to protect to to fill any void. You know, we've still got a strong edge who's who's held the world title previously. CM Punk, who we're elevating, Randy Orton putting more emphasis on as the year goes on so I think we are, yes we're, we're giving um, Shelton a, a very big chance and we're taking a bit of a gamble but you know we ha- I don't I don't feel like we have put all our eggs in the one basket I feel like we've we've built up backup plans throughout the roster where if anything does go wrong we've got something there to fill the void absolutely uh, kicking it with a click on the UK fan form says I would have totally gone back to basics with ECW run smaller buildings in its traditional northeast area and built the show entirely around Van Damme after many I give both Angle and Benoit at least six months off each to rest, heal and deal with all of their issues uh, Cena and Edge plays out exactly as it did on Log Raw until they drop 
<laughs> yeah, the old Vince approach. Uh, on SmackDown, I put the belt on Orton at Mania and keep it on him until Survivor Series when Batista returns. Uh, and then, until then, keep him occupied with Mysterio, Taker, and a babyface Booker T. Uh, I thought long and hard about DX, he says. I love the build to the reunion. Everything after, not so much. So I'd add new members to make the Spirit Squad a five on five. And I'd add, and I can't believe I'm typing this, Mr. Kennedy, as he hadn't been, <laughs> as he hadn't been exposed at the time and fitted into what DX originally was as a brash, obnoxious jerks. And if we're going down the Kennedy is the illegitimate son storyline in a couple of years, it's a good way to sow some early seeds. I'd also add Mercury and Nitro to the group as well, because I need to put a tag team with them, and I think they're the best fit. But geez, that roster is absolutely shit at some points. Uh, Boy Better Know at F4W says Edge still cashes in in his scenario. Batista's obviously going to relinquish the World Championship, and Angle wins the belt in the Royal Rumble match. WrestleMania, he goes for Cena versus Edge, Taker versus Angle, and uh, Triple H versus Sean, so two of those three we went with. Uh, and he's obviously building to that year's SummerSlam, where he goes with Batista defeating Kurt Angle for the World Heavyweight Championship in his comeback. John Cena against Triple H, Shawn Michaels on Edge in a four-way. Uh, so again, strong on the Cena push. And uh, Great Carly defeating The Undertaker. So he is actually going to use Great Carly uh, in his scenario. Uh, Cobra 1000 on the UK fan form says, First of all, I think I'd keep the Spirit Squad, but could we have them as some sort of young blood heel jocks they were rather than the comedy oafs that they were? I think they tried to make Shelton Benjamin a heel around this time. We'll give him a mouthpiece, not Mama Benjamin, and see if he starts clicking in the intercontinental level. He could sort of have been a character like MVP before he got MVP. <laughs> Try and build up Carlito to be something decent. I'd keep Umaga on his debut the way it happened. I loved him murderizing jobbers. I think I'd try and revitalize Ric Flair and start him on his retirement tour long before they actually got around to it. I loved to Tonka as a kid, but I don't have any clue why he's there. I'd also start the William Regal renaissance early. I think he had a successful 2008 and there's no harm in revitalizing him and even Finley here. Uh, over on Raw, he's going to suggest that Edge keeps the belt until WrestleMania and defends it in a four-way against Triple H, HBK and John Cena. Uh, he's hoping for RVD to still win Money in the Bank and do one night stand with Cena versus RVD again Shawn Michaels drafted to Smackdown is another thing to suggest here we still went Ray winning the belt I think if we hadn't gone that direction you'd probably gone Shawn over keep Triple H yeah. Uh, any sort of DX reunion can fuck off, he says, at least until 2007. I think given my booking, I'd have rated RKO form after they get the better of Hunter and Michaels, respectively, in singles competition, and Sean and Hunter know what they have to do to beat these young upstarts, and that's reform DX. A reunion I would keep, however, is the Hardy Boys. I liked it at the time, but the tag division was shocking, so I'd have the Spirit Squad built up for them. Maybe a few with London and Kendrick, where the Hardys put them over. Uh, were the Bashams there too at this point? Cade and Murdoch? Okay, so quick nostalgia pop, and then towards the end of the year, they can go their separate ways. We talked about SummerSlam. We've got the belt on RVD over on SmackDown, and uh, Cena has the belt back. We're, we're heading towards the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania for the next year. This is usually a quiet time for the company. Yeah, the, the, the back end of the year where they just basically put on cruise control. Let's <laughs> just phone it in. Let's just phone it in because the important stuff's coming later. What do you want to do with Cena after this? Because you talked before about Batista. Uh, are we thinking Cena Batista for the rest of the year, or are we keen to maybe put Shelton Benjamin up there by now? Or do you want to hold off on Shelton? I would hold off on Shelton because it's. He's got, he's got his two belts. Is, is, is Shelton going to win the Royal Rumble? Uh, I think Shelton wins money in the bank at WrestleMania the next year. Be, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm holding the two belts still. I mentioned about obviously to turn Batista heel to turn to to to, uh, to face Cena. Do do people want to do the Cena Batista program at the end of '06, or would they rather see that as at this point? I think we need to start to figure out what's the WrestleMania main event because and everything that we do here is building to that. So, bottom line. Cena's. Are we going into WrestleMania with Cena as the WWE champion? What's that five months? He'll, he'll have, yeah, he'll have won it at SummerSlam. Yeah, you're talking six or seven months. Yeah. WrestleMania 23 is a difficult beast to deal with because it's it's one of my favourite manias. So 
it's I'm it's gonna I'm, look nothing like it like it did yeah I know because I was saying because I said it's it's it I, I don't quite mind the Cena HBK match to be honest uh, I thought it was a solid encounter that, well this is the thing I'm Sean thinking an edge well this is the thing are, are we gonna do top for title at WrestleMania oh okay if you're doing oh, top yeah, for title shit, it's top yeah. guy top guy so oh, I'm, right. I'm trying to figure out who's gonna be the champions by this point basically because that way we yeah, can put backwards what, still Cena uh, RBD Cena RBD right? so I guess you, you could do, do that unless you have already lose it to somebody on the way I th- I think by mm. Taker no, because he he's heel Triple H Triple H ends to another main year's champion. If, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna end it's in, in terms of the brand extension, I suppose the, the best way I would think would be Cena Orton. Because at this point, you know, killing Orton too. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking to be honest, I'm thinking Cena Taker. I was wondering that because I think uh, I was thinking that anyway. I thought what Cena be the mm. guy to beat Taker. Well, we'll, co- we'll come to that. that we'll come to that. I'm just thinking we'll in terms of head, where we're heading for now in terms of the belts, Taker. Yeah. Yeah. as the guy the conscience of the WWE as the guy to beat Van Damme is a natural fit there so you got oh, the cornerstone the cornerstone yeah, yeah. Uh. yeah. and so <laughs> you're building to Cena versus Undertaker so that's fine two big baby faces unification match you want this whole thing to be a big deal the end of the brand extension so yeah. I, I don't know if there was a bigger match that they could have done at I this time so I think I think Cena takes the match they never did it's the way to go I feel so with that said Cena's holding the belt for the rest of the year on Raw and we're thinking maybe Rumble time, perhaps for Van Dam Taker. I'd say Rumble for for Taker Van Dam, and Rumble for Cena Batista. Okay. You you effectively end those two feuds there. Okay, all right. Okay. And then you you've then got you know you know it's two months or three months been on when they book Mania for that year if it's March or April. That's like a full six months of Cena Batista. I don't know if I can take that much. We might need something else in the interim after some Yeah, but, yeah, but you don't. Or, or, or why didn't or why don't you do Batista for for the fall? And then for for Royal Rumble, do Umaga, Umaga as they did. Yeah, do Umaga Cena because Umaga Cena was a good feud. They had a, they had a uh, well, I can't remember the Revolution map, but but the Royal Rumble match was was excellent. Yeah, it was amazing. It was one of Cena's better ones. I'm down with so, that. Yeah, kind of that. blows through Batista a little bit, but uh... it does. But uh, let's be honest, Batista's going to be the second guy to Cena on that brand anyway. Well, he's second guy to Edge, bottom line. Edge well, is yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in terms of a heel world as well, but in terms of just being the brand guy, seen as, seen as the be all. So, what can we do? Okay, what's going on? Can we go Edge, Michaels? Goes from the feud with Cena into the one with Michaels, so that's quite natural. We're assuming we're going to lose Kurt Angle around this time just because that's what happened in real life anyway. <laughs> yeah. Shelton Benjamin after he acquires both belts, since, since he's, uh, uh, there's a big push for Benjamin here, what's he doing? Um. Winning is gonna. Winning is why, what Shelton's doing. Why doesn't he beat Rey Mysterio? He's getting elevated here. Well, Shelton, you got it. You got it. Mysterio's had his, had his mm-hmm. moment in the sun. Help build Shelton. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're kind of looking for. So on SmackDown, we got Arvidi wins the championship. Goes into a feud with with whoever appropriate because you got Benoit, you got Mysterio, you got Taker there. It's all going to kind of come together. Yeah. Lashley's going to have some momentum hopefully after the Triple H thing. So there's Wouldn't a possibility. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway. So, uh, with that said, we've kind of got you know, the, the kind of the, the blueprint for the rest of the year. There, we've got some good stuff cooking. Sh- Shelton Ray, Edge and Sean, Taker Van Dam, uh, and Cena Batista, Cena Umaga. What? You, how, how do you want to continue the Orton build? Blaster. Orton and Lashley. Rafter. Yeah. Yeah, I think it wouldn't be too bad. Orton and Lashley. In theory, Lashley. Well, they don't have to necessarily be on the card. They could just be in the Rumble. Oh yeah, we're always talking about programs. We're not just talking about matches. Yeah. We've got programs heading into the uh, the end okay. of the year. So we've got Orton and Lashley working yeah. together. Triple H is actually doing absolutely nothing around this time. So I don't know if you want to put him in something here. Is he facing Benoit? What's Benoit doing? Benoit is free. Triple H Benoit. Yep. Triple H Benoit. 
uh, Mr. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Well, Jeff Hardy is coming in, what did we say, September? September. Uh, M&M is not reformed yet. Mercury comes back in November time. Uh, London and Kendrick are tag team champions in the interim, but we're thinking, I, what I would do, I, I think keeping Jeff on Raw, Matt on SmackDown, as they did, M&M gets the belts back towards the end of the year off London and Kendrick, and what I would personally like is if they then beat every team there is, re- re-establish themselves as the dominant tag team, to the point where at WrestleMania where the brand extension's ending anyway that they're, they're confident that they can beat any two men on the roster and Matt and Jeff who are on separate sides reunite to face them and, yeah. and beat them for the belts yeah. Eminem Hardy's coming out of WrestleMania after that too <clears> in the rematches <throat> yeah. so I think that's logical yeah. so that pretty much wraps up the main guys so we'll talk about Royal Rumble now we've got probably Cena versus Umaga take out RVD for the championship uh, and who's going to win the Royal Rumble here because we're built to title versus title so do we want a champion entering the Rumble and winning as a surprise finish Cena, ent- Cena or Taker enters the Rumble as a champion what's the point in that to set it because then when they win they face the other champion yeah to set up the um, champion storyline yeah it has to be Cena then yeah Cena enters the match mm. Cena enters the Royal Rumble after he's uh, oh, that's, that's gonna that, people are gonna turn on that yeah Ta- I, I think Taker can get away with more I think Taker yeah I yeah. think Taker who goes over at Mania I'd say Cena if Taker's winning the- I said I was going Cena because I was yeah. assuming you go Taker but fuck it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brock. Yeah. You just have to beat Cena when you make your return. There you go. So Taker's gonna win or we're booking that yeah. Taker's gonna win the rumble, Cena's gonna win the unification match, Cena enters the end of the brand extension period as the top guy world champion, uh, after WrestleMania. Everybody kinda happy with that? Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was only gonna I was only gonna mention like with Cena winning both belts and being Taker, is that gonna are we going to get like problems with that again? But then saying that, because, let them chant. You got their money. Just take but, it on the chin. But, 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 say, but saying that, it wasn't until really WrestleMania 23 that they really, really started making a thing of, of the streak anyway. Oh, like, the, really, uh, really. No. All, the, all at least the good matches of the streak started the, the, to happen. The good, so. better matches happened, but they they started talking about the streak post Mania 17. Yeah, the, the, the flare one when you did the, the 10 is the first time yeah. I remember yeah. focus on it. At this point, yeah, you're not going to. Yeah, granted, we're not going to get the mileage out of the streak that they did in the end. But ultimately, I think if you build it up properly, this still means a great deal anyway. And again, at the end of the day, I, I, I don't think this is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. I fucking hated the streak. <laughs> I, was, I was probably one of the few, but I think that focusing on the streak every year for five years after this at WrestleMania dominated this show in terms of The Undertaker's always in the most important match. And this is a period of time when I desperately think this company needs to progress. And, and th- this was the year when they fucking stopped progressing because they went back to... Taker as the top guy back to ECW back to DX I want to move forward Paul Randy Hogan's Orton beating Randy Orton at SummerSlam and leaving him lying on the mat for fucking three hours before the leg drop it's like th- this needs to move forward Cena's the answer not the Undertaker I'm going with Cena just another person just move on um, just uh, in terms of Rumble and on the lead up to Mania uh, what about Mr. Punk we've done what we wanted to do with Shelton in terms of the raw guy who we're building uh, what about our Smackdown guy Post post Rumble, I think you go Punk RVD. Who's turning? I'd say I'd say Van Damme because Punk's Damme. a better heel. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. Van Damme turns babyface, actually loses the world title. Heyman turns on him. Yeah, you, you failed ECW. You're a yeah. fucking failure. My, yeah, there you go. And, and Punk's his new guy. In in the meantime, uh, before that, you got Matt Hardy's not doing anything. Mm. Punk could take out Sabu. That's that's how he gets Sabu fucked off as well. Yeah. For WrestleMania, we've got Cena and Taker, we've got a Money in the Bank that's coming up. RVD and Punk, is gonna, are they going to feud going into WrestleMania? Do you want to do that match at WrestleMania? Nice high-profile match for Punk. Yeah. Yeah. 
Alrighty, we've got to talk about some of the other big stuff on this card here, obviously. We've got a lot of names here for uh, WrestleMania 23 we're building up. Edge was the guy that we're kind of banking on through a lot of 2006, so I do want to get him involved in something big here. Don't we do, like, you know, like some Raw vs. SmackDown matches? So, like, Edge versus a big guy from Well, we're ending SmackDown. the brand new extension anyway here, so we might as well just fucking yeah. mix and match anyway. Yeah, make it the gimmick of the show. Yeah. So, make maybe, it the gimmick of the show. Maybe, maybe like, yeah, maybe, like, uh, an Edge Triple H, maybe? He'll heal again. Oh, if old Blaster's got as much momentum as other people around this table seem to think. <laughs> yeah, but he has lost to Triple H and Norton. So. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, don't, I, thought, I thought he beat. Oh, he beats Triple H. I thought he beat he? Triple H. We will. Yeah. We're, we're kind of. That was like we'll see how this goes. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a thing. But if he's going to lose to Orton, yeah, damn. I was. I was thinking for a second there, Edge Lashley. What about uh, what about um, on, Orton what about... HBK? If it, it, to carry on building Orton, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I'm fine with that. What and. Can we do Edge Benoit? Mm, I don't think that's big enough for it's, it's Edge not, at that point. Um, what what condition are we leaving Mysterio in? Uh, well, he's he's apparently losing to Shelton Benjamin before this, so again, oh, of course, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not really yeah, great for uh, for Edge. Great. In all honesty, I, I think if if Ray's been jobbed to Shelton by that, but I think we, I think we're more or less done with Reyes in that real top echelon to be honest yeah I think so too because we're having we're having Benjamin usurp him yeah I, I would I would argue that you stick Ray in money in the bank I would too yeah as a and kind of deposed champion looking to get back on the horse yeah. if you will yeah and, and we know Shelton's winning it yeah we're also making Shelton the marathon man in the Royal Rumble yeah <laughs> come on Shelton God help us if Shelton gets injured God help us if Shelton doesn't get over <laughs> that fucking brass ring well, we still, we still, well we still Edge, Batista and Triple H all heels some might have to turn babyface here. Mm -hmm. It's looking like this. I, I think it's Triple H. It's Triple H. Triple H and Edge is what's looking like it's going to have to happen. Triple H is the babyface because he's been the heel for so bloody long. Could, could you insert Batista in the money in the bank as well? But, you know, if you want like two big names in there and it gives like Batista another chance. I don't, I don't trust him with a bunch of lads, to be quite honest. No. <laughs> in his physical yeah, condition. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really care if we do anything with Batista on that show. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for working for you. Uh, thanks for, you know, working to come back as soon as you can, Batista. We'll have you the <laughs> job to see and then cast on you the fuck off. <laughs> no more need for you, you fat shit. Is anyone really going to sit there? <laughs> Is anyone really going to sit there? after he wins the belt at Mania 21. Who is going to sit there after WrestleMania 23 and think, you know what, that show had almost everything, almost everything, but it was missing Dave Batista. <laughs> if only Big Dave was there, it would have been the cherry on the Sunday. No one is going to give a flying fuck if Dave Batista's there or I've not. got it, I've got it. The, the, the match, how about Batista and Lashley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Batista and Lashley. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Just, the two, don't, just don't let it go very long. Yeah. The, the two big shit houses on either side. So uh, money in the bank wise, we've got ben, Shel Is Benoit on the card yet? Benoit's not on the card yet. But then, like, yeah, who's winning the money in the bank? Shelton. 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 Yeah. Definitely Shelton. Oh yeah. Then put Benoit and Mysterio in there. Yeah. He's, he's already beat the two yeah. of them, so he might, he might as well lose. He might as well lose to him again. Could segue into a feud between them as well. When's he? I don't know. When's he going on his spree? Uh, June that year. So again, oh, <laughs> I want a heel turn. No, if you haven't mentioned the cruiserweight title at all during this um, podcast, I assume we're uh, going to put it on Hoovy, and he's just going to beat all the other guys <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, in terms of the cruiserweight title over the course of the year, um, I mean, yeah, as right, yeah, Hoovy, because we, we've still got, we, he can still face off against Super Crazy Psychosis, uh, Kid Cash. You, you know, London and Kendrick can dip in there. 
Jamie uh, Bygard Noble. Yeah, to fucking Noble's got to have a. Or, what, or what we could do is just ditch the cruiserweight title and call it the TV title. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the cruiserweights. Um, get him do something crazy. Probably, we're probably going to get another Batista S tirade from uh, from Carl in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Kennedy. There was again with the period here. It looked like he might have had some promise. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to throw in the towel on Kennedy immediately. Stick him in the Money in the Bank match. What about Umaga? Is Umaga going to do anything of note here? I mean, he's been building him up for a year and he's just lost the scene at the Rumble. So, I mean, in real life, they put him in there with a the big match with a... Do, do we use Trump for hair versus hair? And if we do, oh, yeah, is God, that the yeah. Batista-Lashley match? As opposed to Umaga? Oh, yeah, because he'll be a heel, Batista. B- Batista we fucking Vince McMahon. Yeah. Vince McMahon, that's what fits so well. Yeah. Fucking douchey Vince with... Uh, Douche Batista. All about me, Douchebag spotlight <laughs> Batista. Yeah. That's great, yeah. Oh, we got anyone... Money in the bank? Monster? No, I wouldn't want him in there. No, no, it's like when they no. put uh, um, Wyatt in there and it was just like, it doesn't look right. Bad fit. Maybe take Benoit out of the um, the uh, Money in the Bank and have Benoit, Umaga. Just, just, I'd say just take Ray or Benoit out of the Money in the Bank and put... Okay, in, in that sense I want more of this a spot guy in there in some, in some form of fashion. So I keep Mysterion and take Benoit out then. Alright, that won't be too bad, because you can have the other hard-hitting fucking... Could be a good, intense match. Benoit Umaga. Alright, so, Money in the Bank, we've got Shelton, Ray, and Kennedy uh, at this point. Who else do you want to in there? Booker T's doing nothing, you want to stick him in again? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Carlito. Carlito. Oh, just for shits Helms. and giggles. Helms! What about Helms? Helms, yeah. shits and giggles. Regal. Shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah. We can always um, do a bit of regal. Put one of your big guys in, they always like a big guy. Like Kane or a big show? Yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry, Helms. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> put multiple people in. No, 20, twenty-three had like big what, show. seven people. Yeah. It's, better, it's a stronger card, a stronger crew for Shelton to beat. Yeah, I, I like this. So the so the card that we have for WrestleMania will come with some angles now. Cena versus Taker in the main event writes itself title for title. Money in the Bank is Shelton Benjamin, Rey Mysterio, Mr. Kennedy, Booker T, Carlito, and the Big Show with Shelton getting the win. Uh, he has two belts at this point and a Money in the Bank briefcase. So very hard push for Shelton. Uh, Paints it gold that, the, the briefcase. Of course. Uh, RVD and CM Punk based on the, uh, the ECW Paul Heyman war Shawn Michaels versus Randy Orton as Randy Orton continues his tour of uh, kicking people in the head and beating people up Eminem versus the Hardy Boys which has been built up for a little while uh, Triple H versus Edge big match Batista and Lashley with Trump and Vincent ringside hair versus hair Cruiserweight Open involving Hooventude and uh, Jamie Bygard Noble and all the other cruisers and uh, Benoit Umaga is a hard hitter so uh, yeah, not, not not too shabby a card there, I don't think. Good luck putting some of those matches in uh, in an order. <laughs> That's not my problem. Uh, <laughs> what well, it is actually <laughs> the bookers. <laughs> in terms of some of this stuff, I mean, how do you want to get to the Triple H babyface turn? Because that just seems like something that needs a needs a good story to it, you know. Can't we, just, right, can't we just have him shake hands with Benoit after their match? I don't know. I think it's going to take a little bit more than that. I, I, just just something to get him into. I think I think he needs to. Turn, I like the idea of him turning. Because of Edge and it being a grudge match at WrestleMania, I think that's, that's got some. Would it just be something as simple as Edge screws Triple H's chance of winning the Rumble? Could do. To limit limit him for the that. Rumble. Triple H limit. How about Triple H limits him for the Rumble and you get that the uh, kind of the, the fallout afterwards of Edge kind of going out of his way to fuck with Triple H on uh, on occasion. Well, it's, well, I suppose if Edge, yeah, if Triple H limits Edge, you, you do sort of stuff in advance, like like a handshake with Benoit, just mm. to kind of plant the seeds, and then mm. Edge comes out and obliterates him. Triple H eliminates him clean. That's probably going to get a pop. So uh, doing that, and Edge fucking him in return, throwing yeah. him out, and then and you know you chewing can, him out of the. You, uh, you can have an episode of on Raw or SmackDown or whatever, because you know, we are bringing this to a 
we are winding this brand extension down. Yes, very much by, so. By that point, so the point where I have... think that the final two months of this build is going to be everybody on every show pretty yeah, much cross pollination. Yeah. Well, so, but, where, it can, where it can begin? Yeah. Like, you could easily have on a on a Raw or a SmackDown Triple H going ballistic with a sledgehammer stalking Edge throughout the show, sort of thing. Yeah, doesn't break into his house or anything like that. Yeah, no, no, nothing like that. Just solely in the arena type thing. Edge escapes in a car or whatever. You know, gets away before Triple H gets his hands on him, and it plays into the, the, sort of the the cool guy element that Triple H likes to play from yeah. time to time so yeah but this has got that thing that Triple H can do where like yeah, as the, the snide heel he's actually kind of yeah like you said gets the fans on side with some of his comments and Edge was completely irredeemable at this point in terms of the fans so yeah that kind of bounce works out nicely Triple H eliminates him Edge gets him back Triple H on, reven- on the revenge and then Edge gets some nice heat uh, in the build to mm-hmm. WrestleMania and then you got a grudge match and that pretty much ties it up. So there we go. I think we've got a nice little thing here. So coming out of this WrestleMania, we're going to have Cena as the world champion. Shelton is having a mega push, and he's probably going to uh, end up wrestling John Cena for the world title at some point here. And I don't know where we're going after this, because it seems like, obviously, it's, it's, it's all riding on Cena. We've got a litany of, uh, of, of potential challenges here in terms of, you know, heel Batista, CM Punk, who's probably going to get elevated uh, a lot quicker than they did in real life. So you got Punk, Shelton, Orton, who's been reheated for, for a feud with Cena because they hadn't done Cena and Orton at this point. And I think that Cena and Orton would have been very fresh in 2007 going forward because they hadn't, they hadn't yeah. ruined that in 2006. Yeah, I, I think we've got, some, we've got three good challenges right off the bat there for, uh, for Cena's new run. But very quickly, let's, let's go through the card. Benoit Umaga, who's going over? Umaga. Umaga. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Cruiserweight Open. <laughs> I'm going with Jamie Bygard Noble. Yeah, I know. I yeah, love Noble. Some other person. <laughs> Some other person. Uh, Batista Lashley has to be Lashley. Uh, Edge Triple H. Oh. Edge. Edge. Yeah. Edge. Edge. Yeah. Take it, Trips. <laughs> Eminem, Sucks to be you. <laughs> Eminem and the Hardys. Hardy yeah, boys win here. Yeah, yeah. Sean and Orton. Orton has to win, I think. Orton, yeah. God, Sean Triple H is getting hammered, aren't they, this year? Well, you know. freaking job. We need to create some new guys, as he yeah. says. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's not create any third stars and let's see where we end up. Yeah. R- exactly now. RVD CM Punk. 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 Yeah. Money in the Bank, we've got Shelton. Shelton. World title, we've got Cena Overtaker. Yeah. yeah. Alright, that's our WrestleMania 23, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that this kind of uh, was in line with what needs to be done. Again, heavy focus on new star creation, not really anything on going back to the past. So, uh, I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, it's because we got rid of Tatanka and Animal. Yeah. What's the, <laughs> what's the general sentiment around the table on the way this is kind of shaken out? Um, I quite like it, to be honest. I think it's come together quite well. Since I. I don't know. Well, you can't really prep for it because when you get to end, unless you actually talk to each other in advance, yeah. we don't. So it kind of it sounds really is on the fly and, with like random ideas and then and the, the one thing that just strikes me in general in comparison to the other um, rehabilitation shows, let's call them, is how much more of a consensus we've naturally had during this podcast. We're you know we're all in agreement on the the need for emphasis on on the future and doing the exact opposite of what they did Allah, we're not having any Hulk, any Hulk Hogan matches anytime soon or ever again see so yeah, I think that's the, the one thing that strikes me in comparison to the other the other shows where we've tried to improve or better upon what companies actually did is just how much more of a consensus and how sort of nat- more naturally I think this has flowed in comparison to other shows where we I think we've tended to prove in, in past efforts that booking by committee in real life wouldn't work yeah yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's quite interesting uh, what we've come up with. Um, I think certainly uh, we've come up with a considerably better 06. Uh, I think we've also probably going to come up with, just through that, a better 
later half of that decade where hopefully we, we, we've got some names there that are going to be you know going to be built you know rehabilitated uh, hopefully uh, a few guys and hopefully built some new ones in you know in Shelton and Punk you know hopefully that would have fixed what WWE actually failed to do well that's the thing one of the common things of this year and, and Carl this was the year when we were listening to Sunlight Submission every week and, and living what they had to say this whole period is, is kind of referred to is like the lost generation of the, the guy, the guys who really should have been pushed up and been made stars, and ultimately weren't. You know, the Lashleys, the Umagas, the Kennedys, the MVPs, the Punks, you know, guys of that ilk. It just goes to show how damaging that was, really, in the sense that we're now a week, a week and a half away from WrestleMania. And, you know, we're faced with the prospect of Triple H in the main event. Defending the world title. Defending the world title. Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker. Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker with Vince all over TV. And nothing else being of any interest. And Yeah. Again, that, that, that's part of this. That's part of this whole dilemma. They, this was a crucial time in the company where they chose to go backwards instead of forwards. And, and, and they've been paying for it ever since in many respects. I mean, they're, they're just now trying to, you know, cultivate enough new fresh guys with NXT and doing a fairly horrible job of transitioning them. But we will talk about that next week. We have stretched the gamut of your feedback, folks. We have, of course, got the WrestleMania show coming up next week where we're going to be talking about WrestleMania 32, everything that's coming up. We want your feedback. We're going to throw out for your opinions, questions, and comments on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash scgradio. Uh, of course, we're going to be cutting the roster next week as well. And also, again, want to reemphasize the contest, people. A mystery box from WrestleCrate UK is coming for one lucky person who can guess the birth date of old man Carl Jones. If you can get the correct date or the closest date possible to Carl Jones's legitimate birth date, uh, you will be the winner of a mystery box that we'll open up on the show next week. So uh, looking very much forward to that. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for all of your contributions. And again, we will be back next week to talk WrestleMania 32. So, for G. John Chase. At Mania 24, Juby beat Shelton for the world title. For Carl Jones. I'm looking forward to this road to WrestleMania. Unfortunately, we seem to be stuck in a cul-de-sac. And for Kieran O'Rourke. Au revoir, mon chéri. I'm Liam O'Rourke, and we're out of here. Talk to you next week. Just trying to be the best Feel me breaking out Nothing more, nothing less Want to be known Want the respect Throw me anything I'll pass that test Believing in yourself, man Changes everything Yeah, I want it all I'm taking the brass ring Call me underdog You can call me anything I got a lot of blessings That's what faith brings You can't rob a man No stop it You can't rob a man No stop it You can't rob a man Good drop it